Yeah, I don't believe Canadians have jail. Like, they hardly have any crime. They leave their doors unlocked. <laughs> yeah, well, you, know, you know, when you're more worried about the moose than you are about, like, your neighbors, like, that's... that's For good reason, too. Yeah. They're the most yeah. aggressive animal up there. Dude, yeah. moose are ridiculous. And they're just... They're, like, unfathomably large. Like, you, oh, yeah. you think you, see, you know how big a moose is, and then you see one in real life, and it's just, like... Yeah, I was hiking up. We've been in the talking Grand about Tetons this a lot a recently. Back. Yeah, I was hiking a few years back up in the Grand Tetons and got to be about ten feet away from a female moose. Scariest experience of my life. <laughs> yeah, dude. I yeah, no, I would have crapped my pants. Like my brother yeah, lives yeah. out in Maine, and I went to visit him, and and we saw a moose, and that was the the first and last time I want to see a moose. And you think <laughs> you think they're slow because they're like, yo, that's yeah. a giant animal. Oh no, no. they close quick. <laughs> like a cornerback on a wide receiver, it closes quick. You're like, shit. Oh my goodness. Yeah, like that's, that's it's ridiculous. It's just a ridiculous animal. I want to thank everybody for tuning in already, and we'll be right back after yes. this. Yes. Wait. Podcast. We are minus Dan because uh, since we lost at Remake Revolution, thanks to Dan's judging, he is no longer one of the three geeks. Yeah, fuck Dan. John and Justin <laughs> are now the third geek, and uh, Dan is gone. <laughs> Glad to join to hear the moose conversation. That was great. <laughs> I feel like I've been misled because you said it was the Three Geeks podcast, but I thought this was Moose Talk, and I actually might have to go <laughs> moose if talk that's not him. the podcast that we're on. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm really... at one. Yeah. If you listen to any of the Three Geeks podcast, you know that it's basically Moose Talk all the time. So that, yeah. that you, you, you won't be... You shouldn't feel too uncomfortable. Just a bunch of Minnesotians transplanted to Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) But all right, we're back. It's Sunday. Everybody for tuning in. Uh, We upgraded. The third geek is now a combination of John and Justin. So uh, enjoy. It's a hybrid. We're going to fuse them genetically. These geeks aren't good at math. Let's get that out of the way. (laughs) We accept the fact we lost, but we're still bitter losers and got rid of the judge. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, um, can't lose yeah, it. There's I, no judge, right? True. And and good on Dan for being impartial. Uh, I like that he chose the high road and uh, you know did the right thing. But uh, that also gets you kicked off the podcast. Yeah, we don't we don't take the high road. <laughs> there are consequences. <laughs> no, first off, I want to thank everybody involved with Remake Madness. Uh, great teams, uh, seven teams, fantastic all around. Uh, some nobodies did exactly as good as I expected, and uh, that Victor is awesome. And Ryan did fantastic. Yeah, and I want um, to entertain this on one of them, maybe as a three-way match where they each compete against each other or the team. Figure it out down the road. Because <laughs> we're getting ready to enter our singles tournament, our singles side of the division, and I think that's going to be so. Awesome. So tell me more about this remake thing because I knew you guys were talking about D and D, but I was I was lost otherwise. 
What'd you say? Oh, yeah. right, right. Remake ah. Remake Revolution is uh someone picks a movie that that you want to have remade, and basically you're a producer, and mm-hmm. you get to you get you have to sell them on sell the judge on a pitch on your cast, on your writer director, and your marketing, and then if there's a if there's a tiebreaker that needs, then you have to go soundtrack, uh, or or you'd have doing the score or the soundtrack. Oh, we would kill then, this. We could absolutely go one on one here. <laughs> this is yeah, right up so, Alex's alley. So it's <laughs> a lot of fun, but, but uh, basically everyone that you everyone that you pick has to say yes and has to do you know your vision of this. So there's no like, okay, well he's a weirdo. Yes, I understand, but he's gonna make my movie. Like that's that's mm. or she. <laughs> yeah, or I could see how the some nobodies crew would tear this game to shreds. <laughs> Uh, it, it's no, like it, the whole like, vibe. It would. It, re, this this remake madness like reestablished the game. Like there was a game that I was we, we used to play remake revolution back in the day, and mm-hmm. this new game is like we weren't even ready for it. Yeah, like the 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 the, the levels went up and yeah, there were and, trailers and everything. Was, yeah, it's there's there. production value. There's yeah, there's all. It was it was insanity. I wasn't ready. I admit that I wasn't ready. Like I I'm it's ashamed sure. to admit it, but. Yeah, no, I mean, like back in the day, that would have like my my that would have worked. You know, it's like, oh, okay, I would just have this thing and, and yada yada. We say the names and we're done. And they're like, no, uh, you didn't, uh, you didn't make a music video. What are you, what are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> um, Max, just out of curiosity, who's dropping the belts off to Ryan and Victor? Uh, we haven't established a um, a, a handoff. To, to, yeah, handoff. But I guess we can just go up to Comic Town and drop them off. Yeah. Sure. Um, but also, um, this is the only one that's finished because I thought I was going to win Remake Madness, and uh, <laughs> now I'm just I'm less motivated to finish the other belt. I've got all the materials. I just don't want to do it. That looks so much better than the, the original belt with the cardboard. Yeah, I, I, no, I offense, yes. no offense <laughs> to the original belt makers. Like the original belt, the idea was solid, but I, I did feel like. Since I yes, lost dude. my original belt, I had to take it up a notch. <laughs> Thank you, because that is much better. You you are a better belt maker than I am. Uh, I had some help. I had some help. Uh, check out uh, you know big ups to Yoko at Scruffnecks. Um, check out Scruffnecks on Facebook. She can do all that stuff for you. Um, vinyl stickers and and all good fun stuffs. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's 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 a noted improvement. But you know, again, I'm not trying to shit on you guys' belts. Like that, that was a really good idea. And uh, it was really fun. It was really fun when you brought it up. <laughs> I'm going to introduce our guest in just one second. I just want to throw this up real quick. For Justin. Oh, it's been a second. Quit it. Quit it. I, I say one wrong thing in one show. And I'm John Justin, Justin's like, hey, like hey, he's doing the club. up in my basement right now. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'm Nothing wrong with John Stamos. Is, yeah, biggest fanboy rather than. Uh, he's a handsome man. Yeah, he is. Right. That's what I'm saying. I said, I said he's a very handsome dude. He could be my uncle any day. read lines from full house listen you'll get breakfast when i hear episode three whatever happened to predictability you're gonna get copyright infringement from your beautiful voice oh my goodness no it's okay uh it's okay justin's already got john stamos to sign off that we're allowed to do all this yeah, but not anybody else in that show. So. <laughs> <Shout out to laughs> <those teams. laughs> it's hard to get the Olsen twins, that's yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> Who wants to kill that? That's no fun. Yeah. That's creepy too. Uh, anyway, I want to introduce Entertainer. This they are a podcast that is also on the Scene Stomp channel every Friday night at six forty-five. And uh, Alex, Nick, and Michael, tell us about your podcast. Hey, how's it going? We're Entertain This. We're a uh, thought-provoking podcast encapsulating all things entertainment. And when we say all things, we try to live up to that standard by not only covering movie, TV show, uh, and you know the average podcast of people talking about movies and TV shows, but we go into like artists from like uh, eras long gone by. We've talked about uh, Franz Kafka's Metamorphosis. We've talked about Waiting for Godot. Uh, but we've also talked about like the first ever issue that Spider-Man appeared in, Amazing Fantasy 15. Mm -hmm. um, we've talked about a bunch of different stuff and tried to actually encapsulate all things entertainment, um, anything that's ever brought the humankind yeah. entertainment. <laughs> so that's where we're at. How long is the moose section of the show? <laughs> uh, in our most previous one, it lasted about 10 minutes. So there yeah, was one in our yeah. last episode. I'm not going to lie to you. That's probably what brought it up. That's <laughs> a, a good amount of moose talk. Yeah. We were talking about monster hunters. So that came up because they're like real life monsters. They're freaking they are. huge. <laughs> they are. This is my, my TED talk on moose. Uh, how much, like, how many, how many, like, experience points do you think a moose is worth? If you, if you Michael, you're our expert. What do you know. think? It's not really an experience point game. Definitely get some good materials from it, though. Oh yeah, you oh, can yeah. build a boat out of those antlers. Oh yeah, for sure. Here you go. Yeah, Max and I rarely talk about a podcast, but after we did the fundraiser, we were talking about you guys. Max, like, I really like those guys. I'm like, me too. We got to get them on our show. So. Appreciate yeah, that. we're open to, to talking to anybody. We love everybody from the network, especially in our little chats that we have uh, <laughs> off screen. Speaking of our chats, I want to um, issue a formal apology to Jason, who I ghosted on every social media when he was trying to get me to upload our show <laughs> so that he could play it. <laughs> you, you I came back to like, totally understand. <laughs> I felt I fell asleep. I fell asleep, and when I woke up, I had like 15 messages on every social media, like, "Hey, hey, come on, get on! I can't play your episode." So I had to jump on and allow him access. Yeah, definitely got in there right under the wire, though. <laughs> nah, it's like if I could ghost Jason, I would. Hey, you wouldn't. <laughs> we might not. Jason, I would never ghost you. I know. Well, Max has known me for 32 years, and he really has yet to ghost me. So. Yeah, it's like not an option. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'll save all that hatred for Dan. I do want to share this real quick. This is one of the highlights from Remake Revolution. Kind of show, entertain this, what it's about. This is from the Citizen Kane remake. Uh, Gerard made a nice trailer, which Gerard is joining us in the second hour. Here it is. We wait. visit me during office hours.
But you see, like the, wow. the problem is that requires more talent than I have. I, like, right? I, I, that's not true. Just your effort bullshit. Level. It's bullshit. Not talent. It's no. level. <laughs> Whatever. I, I can't do that. I cannot do that. There's no way. Like Max, I, I, Max I, can barely hit record on a podcast. Like I'm, I'm barely capable of of doing anything, and that's it's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> yeah, I did. It so did I'm take Max that, 30 minutes to figure out a Zoom call. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I'm guessing that uh, Max isn't the one who edits your guys' podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I, God, no. I no. can't tell you, Alex, how many times a co- the podcast has ended with Max saying this. Shit, I forgot to hit record. <laughs> that only happened twice. That only happened. We have twice. a number of guest episodes that that's happened on, and it yep. hurts. It hurts so bad because you're like, "That was so good. It felt so natural." And then you're like, "Oh, now we have to do it all again." Great. <laughs> awesome. It's in the vault. If we lose an episode, we're just like, "It's in the vault. It's fine." Yeah. It never feels as good the second around. time around. You're just like, "Oh, okay. Well, let's rehash the thing and act like we never did it." And then it's just it's not the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, yeah, I recently. I'm going to let you guys choose. Do you guys want to go down the geeky route? Do you guys want to go to one of John's weird internet stories? Oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why, <laughs> why, why, am I, why am I in possession of the weird internet stories? <laughs> yeah. uh, John, really? Really, John? Have you, have really? you met John? John, really? do you have weird internet stories? <laughs> I, I actually have a couple. Yes. Because <laughs> you asked me to have them. So Who's ready to go? Why not give him the mic? Yeah. This okay. show is like whiplash. Like, yeah. <laughs> Can't keep up. <laughs> let's have some internet stories. Let's uh, yes. put that good shit. All right. Let's have some John's weird internet stories from John. Especially from I feel, John. I feel like we need an opening, like a newscast. Welcome. I thought that one was coming. Network. I really yeah. did think it was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that Rick Flair? Yeah. Yeah. I, it took me forever to just get his head. Right. I had two pictures to work with. <laughs> Woo! That's great. Woo! There will be no Ric Flair stories in my cavalcade of goofiness over here. Well, then um, what's the point? Yeah, why, why are we here? I'm sorry. <laughs> He's behaving <laughs> himself. So if the, if You might be able to say it if there's a moose involved. Maybe. Uh, let's talk about everybody's favorite actor who portrayed Jesus, Jim Caviezel. Um, <laughs> well, I stumbled across this. <laughs> You're not wrong. What are our options? other options? <laughs> oh, there's Obi-Wan other options. Kenobi, the guy no, from Jesus Christ Superstar. The, uh... <laughs> so I'm fascinated by, and I, I believe this is completely a joke. I feel like at this point now in our society, people are just going to go, hey, I'm going to come up with a weird conspiracy theory. I'm going to put it out on the internet. Let's see how many fucking people bite. But John, because this is so in, weird. We're also huh? in this weird phase where people actually believe this stuff. I mean, we do have flat earthers floating around. I know. So um, around what? It's flat. <laughs> flat. Okay. <laughs> Go on. They're not floating Jim. around anything. They're floating that's, across. That's, that's how the flat across. Here, here we go. That's the 230 podcast, guys. That's the <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back. That's our bad. Uh, I also Jim do have a list of people who've played Jesus, by the way. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, all right. So I'm just wondering if I like any of them better than Jim Caviezel. Uh, from the list that I'm looking at, no. <laughs> no, he's okay. the best. Okay, cool. We, yeah, we right. should stick with the first one. Edit all this out. <laughs> here's, a list, here's a list called Hot Actors Who've Played Jesus. Number Ooh. one, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, Joaquin I do like Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, yeah. I like book. him better than Jim Caviezel, for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
All right. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. So we're here now. I'm still wrapping my mind around hot actors who played Jesus. Anyway, Christian Bale um, is number six. So just know that there there are four people between Joaquin Phoenix and Christian Bale, and you'll never know who. Now I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. That's terrible. All right, well, hold on. Let's, let, let's finish. Yeah, let's finish John's weird story. Okay. Um, so Jim Caviezel was speaking this past weekend at the Health Freedom Summit in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, any guesses freedom? as to what Health Freedom okay. Summit? Right. Any, anybody <laughs> okay. want to guess what the topics were? Anti-vax. Anti-vax. <laughs> anti-vax, anti-mask summit. That's what it Because it's a summit in the middle of a freaking pandemic. I don't know what cursing is like on this show. <laughs> Let's have a watch. Oh, yeah. 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 Our trailer just said the F word in it, man. You're, you're, you're oh, cool, 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 for sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would assume that. Yes. Um, here's his new theory. Jim Caviezel has <clears throat> thrown out this new conspiracy theory. And that theory is simply... I see Mo. That there is a group of elites who want nothing more than to kidnap children to harvest their adrenal glands mm. and turn that those, those that wonderful hormones into like a youth serum. Uh, I mean, okay. hasn't that yeah. been done in like movies and yeah, stuff? I, like, I feel like this is a very that was yeah, high it's not idea. a new theory. Yeah, guys, like bath salt is a hell of a drug. Like people yeah. will believe what they will when on bath salts. You <laughs> know, go yeah. in your bath, not your. It brain. wasn't that. Uh, wasn't there a Transylvanian woman that used to like bathe in blood just to like, read, like like an old like like Dracula story? Like it was like a real Vlad, lady, right? Vlad the Impaler. Like, she was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, but she was real. But yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Impaler. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Denise, Denise Impaler. <laughs> get, get, I want to go back to Alex. I want to name these four other hot Jesus actors. So we have okay. We have we have who do we so have at number top? one? Joaquin. Actually, we want to do top five hottest yeah. Jesus. Yeah, let's go top five. Okay. Okay, we'll do top five. So we already know number six is Christian Bale. So he didn't make the top five. Mm -hmm. So he's a good looking um, Jesus. So our boy Jim, our boy Jim did make number five. Okay. Yeah. So so we knew that number four. Is uh, Rodrigo Santoro? He's playing a pretty a pretty hot Jesus, as you guys may see. Oh, yeah. Sure, uh, yeah. nice and sweaty hair in the face. Oh, this yeah. is fine, right? This isn't. It's Sunday, but like we're good, right? <laughs> I think we're good. Yeah, no, we're just, is, yeah. we're doing this. We're you, doing Alex. this Keep because it, because it's yeah. Sunday. This yeah. is for those people who are missing Easter, church. Oh, yeah. Easter <laughs> happened at some point and recently. I'm sure it? Jesus is fine with this, Alex, because we're being very complimentary. You had very attractive He's men play you in film. You're yes. right. You're absolutely right. Okay, so so number three is John Legend, uh, who did play him in Jesus Christ Superstar. So hey. Nick, you were right. Black Jesus. That's oh, controversial. Yeah. <laughs> some people would argue jesus was never white uh, that, 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 uh, that's what i'm saying i'm, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. that argument <laughs> but, uh, our, you know, a lot of people seem to think the other way <laughs> so in an off-broadway adaptation of godspell victor garber played jesus and was listed as number two though his picture <laughs> would lead you to believe he is not jesus yeah, Wait, I, don't I, mean, like, I don't feel like this guy even belongs on the list. Like, he's definitely not hotter than Christian Bale. No, but yeah, apparently he out. is. Or Hunter Garber is a is he's a nice elderly man. Maybe yeah. he's attractive for his age set. Like, like a silver fox sort of. I feel like you guys forget that old men were once attractive young men. I mean, 
mm. present company included. But but I mean, like even like, like I don't know, maybe, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look at some other pictures of Victor Garber and see if I can't find something that's yeah all right. like all right. So okay. he's a dude on the on the left. Yes. Look at yeah, that no, He's, not, sure he he's not hotter than Christian Bale. Correct. Thank you, Max. I agree. We'll agree to disagree. Not hotter than John Legend. But sitting at number one with his emotional eyes, uh, his <laughs> beautifully nose, and his bags under his eyes that tell you he has seen God is our boy Joaquin Phoenix, fresh off the drugs and uh, <laughs> <laughs> fresh, fresh, off the fresh off the drugs, into the drugs. back into the life. <laughs> that good, good drug of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way, There's no oh, way. How does he make day. number two? That's a rough day. How does he make number two? Yeah, that's number two, guys. Where's William Defoe on that list? He's, He's living his best life. life. Well, then Ian McGregor, Let's see too. if I can find no, him no, for no, you. Don't shoot the messenger that is Alex right now, guys. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> listen, every girl my age, which is roughly mid-20s, says William Defoe is hot. I hate it, really? too. I think it's weird. But, yeah, they all think I mean, he's hot. Like, is he a great actor? Yes. Like, do I love Willem Defoe? Absolutely. But would I classify him as hot? No. Like, like that's why I like him so much. Because, like, how does a guy who looks like that still make it? You know? Like, that's... I have an important <laughs> question for the, new, the folks that just joined us. Did you, did you think this is where the conversation would go today? Max I mean, discussing the attractiveness okay. of William Defoe. Okay. Did they, okay. Did they okay. pivoted like, that way? Hey. Yeah, that's, you, that's the best rendition of Jesus. There you go. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Ewan McGregor. Ewan, Ewan McGregor How is Ewan McGregor not on the list? He is on the list. He is okay. the last on the list. He is oh, the 20th one. Oh, no. uh, okay. Jesus. Now we know yeah, the no, list is isn't real. This yeah. is <laughs> real. I'll tell you guys that who wrote the article so you guys can go to them. my number two Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's written by someone whose name is Selena Steele. I might be related to this person. Uh, <laughs> this oh, is news. So do you feel like you agree with her more now? Yeah, I do. August yeah. 2020, it was, a, it was a little bit ago, too. All right, everybody. I have a picture of Victor Garber as Jesus in that movie, and I don't even know how this is Jesus, but whatever. Yeah. yeah no, it's well, awesome. it's Superman. Is it Asimov's chest? No, that's that's Godspeed. Yeah. Godspell. Your yeah. Godspell. Godspeed. Oh. Whatever. Uh, okay. I have no I idea what this is from. I watched that. Like. I mean, I'm not saying that the guy shouldn't be on the list. I'm just saying that there's like a lot of people on the list who should be ahead of that guy. Okay. Number two, how did he get number two? God, who does number two spell, work for? Isn't Don't. that like the hippie '60s? Like, yeah, it's a musical. Yeah, yeah, musical. Okay. I just read the list. I didn't. I didn't write it. But yeah, you no, talked I mean, to Miss Lena Steele. I'm not mad at you, Alex. I'm, I'm just like, it, it, I'm like how does he get Alex. over over I'm Christian mad that Bale? Exist in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make no sense. I, I Willem Dafoe's on the list. That guy is ugly as sin. Like, <laughs> hey, nice, nice religious pun there. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, BuzzFeed has an article that just says 15 fine-ass actors who have played Jesus. <laughs> and Whoa. on this one, Ewan McGregor's number two. So, okay. So does this speak more to the, the lack of content out there or just how often this conversation comes up? You know what I mean? Like, how often do we talk about attractive Jesus? <laughs> like, it must come up often lot, enough, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Jesus is a controversial character. <laughs> Better make him attractive. People do love people, talking about hot Jesus. <laughs> people love a bad boy, you know? <laughs> Listen, I'd be around him a lot if you turn water to wine. 
Drop me you on a fish, and Brent. Weird internet stories that can and lead us down another rabbit hole of Jesus. Uh, sure, I have. I have a couple more. Hey, uh, anybody got any of that Usher bucks? Have you heard about? This? Oh, I heard, heard about, about this? this. I heard about this. <laughs> I love that Usher thinks he can just create his own money and then go to the strip club and spend it, and no one's gonna say, "Hey, wait a minute, this is a dollar bill with your face on it. That's not legal tender." Hey, I was hoping it'd be quarters too. Just like, just, just chuck in. <laughs> you mean like in Canada? Yeah. You know, they have a lot of Usher coins. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, first of all, number one, I, I'm not sure when this happened. I didn't, I don't remember if it said in the article, but uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Aren't strip clubs closed? They're wearing masks, but nothing else. Yeah. Social distance. They turn their teams. head, but yeah. nothing else. No, it's, uh, <laughs> He did. He did actually pay the club in real money for all the like. You know, he had the service or whatever. But he was he was handing out the usher bucks as a promotion for whatever thing he's doing right now. You know, like whatever whatever ushers got coming out. I don't know if it's a new album or something. But uh, oh, isn't yeah. he moving to Vegas? Yes, he yeah, like he's a Vegas, Vegas show. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. So that's well, that's what the usher bucks are for. He did pay it in real money, but he did also. Use the Usher Bucks. Well, hey, then we're playing right into it, right? If this is all publicity stunt, yeah, it worked. Oh, damn it, right? it totally worked. You fell for it. <laughs> yeah. Con. No. Uh, no. Jason, can you pull up a picture of an Usher Buck if you look that up real quick? Like, I, I haven't seen what they look like though. I just kind of want to like, if you could design money with your face on it, like, how would it look? Would cigars. you go like this? Would like you go like old cigars. school green, or would right. you do like the new hundreds where it's got the like the bluish with the reddish in there? Like, how I think, how I think would I would you design a dollar? I would use Justin's Ric Flair picture of myself. There you go. <laughs> I would probably look at like the coolest version of the Queen's picture and try to recreate it to a T. Mm. I think mine would be a cryptocurrency. Nice. Mm. Oh, right. NFTs yeah. all, all right. Does, does the money signify to the stripper to go nice and slow? Here we go. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so he went the newer. The, that's the, almost the illegal. Newer yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It, it definitely has to say it's not legal tender somewhere on that, or he. Is, yeah, it probably says it on the back. <laughs> yeah. Not legal like, tender, but it's legally tender. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God dang it! Who invited these people? You got a sick yes. fade there. Oh, that's yes. oh yes. <laughs> We're gonna let it burn all night. Oh, I hate this already, John. I want a new topic. Oh, this, hurts. <laughs> this hurts my heart. Okay, how about this one? Funny. Here, how about this one? Uh, April 4th, an Indonesian man who is uh, oh, set go. to get married uh, shows up at the wedding but marries the wrong bride because his <laughs> GPS led him to the wrong address. There's so the many family steps. the bride had to go He was it. He was the groom. I didn't see like, that like, one. With, okay, how many blind weddings are there going on? In are there a lot of like, well, Is this an arranged marriage? It's yeah, gotta be. Like, it's gotta yeah. Be. yeah. It's, gotta it's one be. of those societies. Yeah, because you, like, you definitely like, didn't see your bride or groom beforehand, because that's a that's an easy fix. Like, so so that's they're just like, or they're just like, eh, say lovey, you know, and, and, and <laughs> they send the other groom over to the original <laughs> wedding. Is that what they did? I, I don't know, but my thinking is maybe that groom showed up and like, wow, oh, she's hot. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm here. I'm here to marry your daughter. Yep. It's it's the other case where he showed up to his original wedding and was like, I can do better. So he went to the one next door. <laughs> He's chucking around. <laughs> it's like a newspaper clipping. Like, there's three weddings in this block. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Michael? 
Oh, I was just gonna say beggars can't be choosers. I mean, <laughs> was he begging? Was he? Was he oh, up yeah. there like? Please. He sure was choosing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was choosing. Choosing. <laughs> I feel bad for that girl though. That just got left at the altar because he took a wrong turn or whatever. No, like, no, they sent like, the other dude over there. It's yeah, the other husband showed up. Is that what happened? Is that the story? Did they just flip off? <laughs> no, no, I don't know. No, no, trading spouses? I don't know. There's no way. <laughs> like, I, oh my goodness. Up? It's like that Spider-Man meme of Spider-Man and Spider-Man. That's what it yeah. is. It's like you know, the two grooms are looking at each other. That's it. Uh, you You're getting married to today? That. I am too. Yeah. <laughs> Together? Oh, all right. <laughs> no, to that child? would be the interesting story if the grooms marry each other and, and go off and, <laughs> yeah. and have They're a happy their best life lives. Together. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, what can you say? I, I'm down. I like. I like. Enjoy it. your marriage. That's you know, I feel like. I feel like yeah. love finds a way. You know, it does. Love uh, <laughs> finds a way. Just, just drop in random Jurassic Park related <laughs> quotes. Whatever works, Justin, leave me alone. <laughs> Would you like to know about the butterfly effect? Let me see. Your hand. <laughs> hey, right. and the last thing I found was this very interesting trailer. I don't know if Jason's got it pulled up or not for a fantastic movie. Um, starring one of our favorite, Dennis Quaid. Oh, he blocked us oh, on Twitter, guys. Yeah. Not Dennis Quaid. No. Did he Quaid. really? No, it was not Randy. Oh, no, Randy Quaid. One of the Quaids blocked us on Twitter. All right, I forgot the name. Randy Quaid. <laughs> Very That's incredible. Right wow. mm-hmm. Like, Jason was like, hey, um, you know, we do a podcast. He sent him an email or something like, we're big fans. We do a podcast. We'd love to have you on. And was immediately blocked. Like, on all <laughs> forms of everything. <laughs> what did we learn about the aliens? He must that have been does like, carry. He must have been like I know I don't have big fans, so this is a lie. Yeah, this is this is a trap. <laughs> this is a trap. Them Quaid brothers are fickle things. A dawn of civilization, <laughs> primitive, dangerous, exciting. The special effects is amazing. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> is Ringo Starr? Is that what's going on here? Yes, it's Ringo Starr. Oh, okay. Writing is on the wall. If the human race is ever going to amount to anything, it needs a leader. Will it be Tonga? He is. Oh, that is a large rock. <laughs> How about God? <laughs> is out of sight. And a duke. A duke sounds good. A duke will be the leader of the Stone Age. He will teach man to walk erect. What are they doing there? He will discover fire. Wow. He will invent roast chicken. Oh. Invent? You can't discover fire or invent roast chicken. <laughs> like, these are things that just happen. <laughs> Sunny side up. <laughs> yes. That might be my favorite part of this whole thing. The women. Yeah. Is I it Olivia Newton? Lana. <laughs> he will protect them from all the beasts of the earth. Ringo Starr. Barbara Bach. Dennis Quaid. Shelley Long. John Matuzak. <laughs> <laughs> 
Avery Schreiber and Jack Gilford. Thomas Cusack played Caveman. Uh, uh, a sloth. They don't call it the Stone Age for nothing. Yeah, man. You see these fucking berries, dude, and you have a fucking good time, man. Pass the F out. Where did I that, play that, the, that was written by Carl Gottlieb, by the way, that movie. Hey, I know that guy. Yeah. I was about to say, that looks like the, the first draft of year one with Michael Sarah and Jack Black. It sure does. Yeah, yeah. you nailed it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That, uh, it for sure. There's an For sure. That's the kind of movie we would have you remake on Remake Revolution. <laughs> Excellent. As long as there you get the Quades in. Have to. Yeah, have to. I, I would I would go I think the show. Randy is more suited for this than Dennis, to be honest. Like I would <laughs> Randy looks like a caveman. Exactly. <laughs> he already oh, looks yeah. the part. <laughs> All well, right. There you have it. Ringo Starr in a great movie. And I read where Robert De Niro is very upset at his ex-wife because she's addicted to buying everything Stella McCartney. So there's your Beatles tie-in for this episode. <laughs> is that a thing we're trying to do? Yeah, is totally. It's, it's something we've been doing. I'm okay with it. I'm okay I just pulled I'm that out. I'm surprised you haven't noticed, Justin. Yeah. Uh, we've been doing it the entire time you've been on the podcast. Yeah, we uh, just, I, I was wondering why we kept mentioning the other submarine. <laughs> <laughs> You just have a moose song? That'd make yeah, a right. Full circle. Full circle. Welcome to the moose cast, everyone. Moose cast. <laughs> I am the moose. Ringo. Oh, get rid of him. Black, black, and this. Black, black. <laughs> anyway, Jason, do we have stuff that we're, we're, we're going to Oh, yeah, we got lots of stuff, man. <laughs> Are you looking for the Randy Quaid photo? It's right there in the folder. No, didn't we retire that? Yeah, we retired it. That guy retired. What's like the Taco Bell commercial? Thank God. Yeah, that was rough. Thank God that Taco Bell commercial got retired. I love the Taco Bell commercial. You are a sick person. There's two people in this room that liked it. Sick person. All right, maybe it'll pop up on an episode of Matt Talk. <laughs> no, listen, the tapioca crab loves that. Like, no, too wholesome for that. That's right. Thank you, Max. Our key key, key dem- demographic. See, you got me so mad. I'm stuttering. Don't you need playing foul stuff that the old people don't want to hear? <laughs> they don't want to hear oh, about you're Elizabeth Berkeley's mushy. Pu- yeah. You're being ageist, just like uh, the, the one guy couldn't be hot in his younger days. I didn't say that he wasn't hot. I just said that he's not hotter than Christian Bale or Ewan McGregor. That like, Max, never get away from hot. Or John Legend. Max, I am yelling at John, not you. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying that old people do not want to hear a Taco Bell commercial that is about Elizabeth Berkeley's JJ. Okay, they don't want to hear that. Beefy fish taco. Beefy All right. Fish. Anyway, um... old people are fickle. <laughs> Guys, we weren't born before this. We don't know what this is. <laughs> this is beef. This is beef that has long since been passed. <laughs> they have wiped this from human civilization. Yeah. Nice. Be very thankful you didn't watch that movie. It was <laughs> that was also from another remake. Um, it was a commercial <laughs> they made for the marketing <laughs> marketing. Oh, don't don't Jason, looking for it. Yes. No, I'm no, not. We're not playing. Anyway. But uh, yeah, we got stuff. He's not going to entertain this. 
Amazon's Lord of the Rings series. I'm going to go to Alex first. Amazon's Lord of the Rings series is going to cost $465 million for just one season. Yeah. Alex, what do you think when you hear that? Um, I think that it's going to be super hard to do it wrong <laughs> when you're paying more than they paid for Game of Thrones. <laughs> I think uh, they're going to do it right, and they're going to do it just like the movies. So I have I have no ill will towards it. They're not trying to bring anything back from the dead. They're doing all the stuff before the movies. So it's uh, new ground to tread on. And it sounds like they're taking every precaution to do it. It's a ridiculous price tag, but if I could throw that much money at one project, you know I would. So <laughs> I really can't hold it against them. It's a lot yeah. else. I'm looking up the budget for the movies because I'm pretty sure that's a higher budget than the movies were. Yep. That's yeah, what making yeah. a lot of money will get you is higher budgets. <laughs> but I mean, when you think about it, though, the movies, like even in the extended cuts, like, you know, we'll call it four hours a piece. It's 12 hours. Like one season, if they do 10 episodes, is, you know, is is mm -hmm. that. So it's like, mm -hmm. it's comparable. Like, like they, they should spend more money. And yeah, they're and the, doing more seasons. In the article you guys sent us, they talked about how that money goes towards costuming that'll be reused throughout the entire series. Right. That money goes towards set pieces that'll be reused, initial salaries, initial uh, advertisement, like all that stuff that they're going to use again for like years to come. So that first uh, first check's going to have to be a pretty big one. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like we're just justifying the budget. Like someone like walked into an office and be like, four hundred million dollars, but let, let me have this. We can reuse some of it. <laughs> yeah, but this is also Amazon, so like they have all the money. Well, yeah, they oh, might yeah. as well. Like yeah, this is a this is nothing to them. This is yeah, also Jeff Bezos, Bezos. Can pull up in his wallet and be like, I'll buy all of this. Right. <laughs> this is Bezos's um, May vacation budget. Yeah, that probably. they they oh, yeah. decided to spend on <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Jeff Bezos is buying a small country budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, he put oh. as much thought into this as I put into like getting a new game on a on a console or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. sixty bucks? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, right. games cost seventy now. I I don't know. <laughs> Diamond floors. All right. All right. So the budget for the Lord of the Rings movies were Fellowship of the Ring was ninety three million. No. Two Towers okay. was 94 million. Hobbit was 180 million. And uh, the Turn of the King was 94 million. You probably can use the, the, the rough estimation of the Hobbit movie, movies just because of yeah. inflation. I would imagine, mm -hmm. relatively speaking, mm -hmm. it'd be close. Uh, so, yeah, like with all the movies, like, okay, <laughs> including the Hobbit movies, they spent more on the movies than they did on the first season. But if you're not including the Hobbit movies, it's actually pretty similar in price. Yeah, it's probably comparable, but which is great. I mean, I want the TV show to succeed. It's the second age of Lord of the Rings. No, no if you don't count the Hobbit movies, then, no, it's like 300 or something. Yeah, anyway, sorry, sorry. Rough math in my head, and I'm terrible at it. It's all good. It's all good. But I mean, I'm excited for it. I think they're covering the second age in the, the TV show, which is, I think is the, the the first battle of the ring. Because I think the end, the end of that starts the third age, but I could be wrong. Like, I believe you're right. Similarian is a little off. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm going through the Silmarillion on audiobook right now, and it puts me to sleep every time. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a great thing to fall asleep to, for sure. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I want to. Uh, I can't... Go, ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I, like, I can't I, watch. I, <laughs> you, you guys are like this. 
I want to go ahead and thank both my co-hosts uh, for not outing me because I actually have not seen any of the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, Alex, to be fair, I have seen the first Hobbit and I've seen twelve minutes of the first Lord of the Rings movie, and they mm-hmm. put me to sleep every time. Like, I like the idea of Lord of the Rings, but whenever I sit down to watch it, I just just like anime for me. I, I see. I like the idea. Like everything about it says Jason. And then I mm-hmm. sit down to watch it. I just fall asleep. You watch I, Matlock and stay awake, but you can't yeah, stay like, awake this, for this 12 minutes. Hey, Lord hey. Of the Rings. <laughs> you know what, Justin? I'm going to put you in the corner with me. All right, do it. <laughs> I don't think he gets put in there with Dan. I mean, come on. <laughs> Dan is obviously a terrible human being. I'm just saying, you have like courtroom dramas, and then you have Lord of the Rings that starts off with a giant battle, and you're like, meh. I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> so I love I love D and D. I'm an avid player of it. And I probably played more hours of D and D than I have watching movies in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, the way that people have talked to me about Lord of the Rings, it's like, oh, you have to watch it. Oh, your your life will change if you watch it. And I believe them. But also, everybody who's talked to me about watching Lord of the Rings is like, and you have to watch it with me. You have to watch it while I'm with you so I can watch you experience it. And nobody has held true to that. So to this day, I still haven't seen it. And it's not my fault anymore. Now I, that's totally since, fine. Since you haven't seen it yet, and I, I don't know what region of the country you're in, but like around here, they do like the extended edition showings in local theaters mm-hmm. and stuff. Oh. That's what I would do when, when COVID's a far existent like memory, right? Just grab your friends and be like, if you want to come, I'm going to see it. And we're gonna go see mm-hmm. it in the theater and experience the first. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Enjoy that four hours, but it's they're great. already three hours long. You're gonna make me sit another hour, and I gotta sit. Listen, listen Nick, it's so good. It's so good <laughs> it's for the world building. <laughs> I am okay. gonna. I'm thinking as a podcaster, and I think Alex and I should watch it and review it together. There you go. Ooh. <laughs> Live stream it. Oh, no, I watched. <laughs> I watched. And then it just crap all over it. Be like orcs. Bah. Terrible. Something tells me that's not how it'll go down. We're probably gonna geek out and love it. The problem is, is that Whatever, we, we need each be other. Asleep, you're gonna be like, dude, wake up. You know, like poking with a stick. Look, I know that this is not a popular opinion, but I really liked the first Hobbit movie. So the fact that I haven't sat down and been able to watch the rest of them really shocks me. No, I watched all three of the extended cuts like back to back, like sat yeah. through the whole thing and ever since then i've not been able to watch anything lord of the rings like I, <laughs> it makes me out. it makes me you physically yourself, ill yeah there you go <laughs> yeah i used to do those back to back to back showings like regularly in college to yeah, that's brutal, like, avoid doing so any actual schoolwork yeah, yeah. <laughs> i have not seen the two hobbit movies i've seen the lord of the rings trilogy i've not seen the two there's hobbit there's three hobbits by yeah. the way three hobbit yeah. movies so you guys exactly. made me feel a lot better exactly. about yeah, I wasn't yeah. trying to, Alex, but I'm glad you feel better. Pat on the back. It's okay. <laughs> Nick, Michael, are you guys excited about this? Oh yeah, very. He I don't falls know. Falls asleep to a alien. He's excited about it. Yeah, I don't think. Yes. <laughs> Question done. <laughs> I guess I am a little bit. I mean, I haven't. I'm in the same boat as Alex. I think I watched one movie back when it came out in like 2004, but I mean. That was when I was, you know, this this high off the ground and all that, but, and I hardly even remember it. So to get back into it, it's like that's a that's a big investment of time that I have to sit there and watch all these movies. But I don't know if I'm excited for it. I don't even have an Amazon account, 
So <laughs> well, I mean, from, my understanding, from my understanding, the TV show is set up so that you don't have to really know Lord of the Rings. It's all just going to be like individual sequences that you can just follow throughout because yeah, it's that's covering also... stuff that came all beforehand. So mm-hmm. you're good. Right. Yeah, right. that's also something exciting about it is for someone who hasn't watched any of the Lord of the Rings movies, if I watch this series, then chronologically, the next step are the movies. Yep. So this could be the place yeah. to go to like finally start that fire that gets me to watch it. There you go. There you go. I mean, I would say just, you know, from personal experience, just take your time, though. No need to try to do it all. <laughs> yeah, I think Don't it's a good idea for new people to watch the extended cuts, like, back-to-back, or or the original cuts, because that would yeah, be a long sure. day, and you might hate it by the time we're done. I like how you... T- I was going to say, I like how you two are making it for Alex, like, like he's at the gym. Hey, 200-pound bench press? Maybe take it easy. Take it <laughs> easy, man. Just take yeah. it easy. Let's start at 75. You yeah, know? you know, like you know, I want you to love the thing. I don't want you to be hard. stripped straight yeah. out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I think going at it with starting with the show and then going to the movies might be a good idea. I did that with the alien movies, and that might be the reason why I'm the only person on earth that likes Prometheus and Alien Covenant as much as I do, because I saw them first. So all the expectations of the other movies I didn't take into the theater with me. Uh. <sighs> So, so I, I judge that much harsher because those are two-hour movies and from the 70s, I think, right? So, mm-hmm. like, you had plenty of time yeah. to watch those, Jason. Well, I mean, like, the original Alien movie is is very good because it's, like, good science fiction and good horror. Yeah. But, you know, like, the problem with any monster movie is, like, after you see the monster, it's out of the bag. Yep. Um, so, like, that's where it's really hard for the Alien movies after that. So I feel like you... you you lost something because the best of the alien movies, you, you are you already know what the monster looks like. But that's so why I think like... Aliens Two is so good, or Aliens, right? It was just it turned into like a war movie. It was like the soldiers yeah, knew yeah, they were going they, they into just... it, like they subverted the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, they had to do something different. Like it couldn't just be another horror movie because yeah, you're getting, you've already seen the monster. So like yeah, they they definitely changed gears, which is totally fine. But I still prefer Alien to Aliens. Like mm-hmm. I, I I just think it's a better movie. Sure. <laughs> Hands yeah. down. But uh You're wrong. Yeah, so Jason, like you're just you know, you just <laughs> your soul has been robbed a little bit, is all. That's it. I but you wouldn't know, so that's fine. One, this <laughs> is the most beautiful movie I've seen to date as far as cinematography goes. I love watching that movie just because Yeah, so but why cool. didn't she just run out from underneath the thing? Like if there's something falling on you, <laughs> yeah, you just, just yeah, run, just you run half a couple steps way, to the right and left. Run yeah. the length of it to have it fall on you you just run side perfect you're making too much sense that's the problem it's uh (laughs) (laughs) no there's there's a lot wrong with prometheus bud there's there's a shit ton wrong with Prometheus. there's nothing wrong with alien (laughs) i'll tell you how bad prometheus was i don't i went and saw it in the theater and i vaguely remember just a couple of things and that's it i don't remember you know that's it i know i remember like idris elba's character was talking to Charlize theron and i was like was in that movie yeah, man. Yeah. Idris Elba has issues picking movies. Let me let's <laughs> yeah. hey, Speaking of which, I watched his new one yesterday, that uh, Netflix one, uh, Concrete Cowboy. Is it good? Oh, yeah. That's okay. Yeah, it's we okay. We a lady from there, didn't we, Jason? We yeah. talked to a lady from yeah. there. Yeah. Liz, Liz is in it in the beginning and the end. Um, yeah. It, it's. I gave it a B. It's, uh, it's a little bit predictable. You know what's going to happen, but strong performances, uh, especially from Method Man. Because really? his char- yeah, his Method character, Man. like, wait a minute, huh. he's gonna play that character, okay, and he does a pretty decent job, I think. Huh. 
Right. Good for I mean, like when 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 Method Man acts like, uh, it's either like not great, but you're like you're just happy Method Man is there, or it's it's okay. <laughs> uh, but I like to, I like to see him working. Oh, uh, that's that's fine. Like I mean, cheese. You got to see the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> is he a method actor? Is that the? No. <laughs> No, nope. <laughs> I don't know. Show oh, he's one hundred percent method. Him, him and Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> and the RZA shows up for moral support. No, fuck That's the RZA. And the soundtrack. I cannot act. All right, let's go to this. Fun one. I was I that visceral of reality. Speaking of changing gears, I have not watched that dude a segue. You win the segue award. The world has a way of changing, <laughs> except for family <laughs> that never changes. I know some people they would die for me. There are moments that separate us. Oh, yeah, oh, they're leaning hard into this thing, huh? Paul Walker's dead. I needed a little love out here. The fantastic, uh, or not fantastic, but the Fast and the Furious is like the WWE retirement pro program. Who needs a 401k when you get Vin Diesel? Flying in the air. I do like the Who is he? Jacob is Dom's brother. Bomb bomb! Oh my God! Your family. Man, the hairline did not age well from one side of the family. Good Lord. You always say never turn your back on family, but you turned your back on me. Damn, they really are running out of ideas. <laughs> oh God, I think they go into space in this one also. You know what, guys? It's they're playing with house money, right? As they're like, well, we didn't expect to get this far, so people show up. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And what's and got two thumbs is going to go see the next Fast and Furious movie. This guy. Yeah, I have never seen a single one of these movies. Yeah. We were talking about Alien, how it went from being a horror movie changed to a war film, but this went from a racing street fighter movie changed to like an international spy movie. Yeah, James Bond changed to fucking... Avengers, like they're superheroes now. Like they can't die. The physics does not apply to them. <laughs> yeah, well, like, right here, cut on Charlize Theron. What yeah, the hell is that? that? They just grabbed the bowl and said, "Fuck me up, fam." <laughs> the Queen of England drives Tokyo Drift. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> We the soldiers. Are are any of these automobiles like automatic transmissions? Oh, no, but they yeah, are automatically man. magnets. Magnets. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just pictured Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Like, isn't there a scene in that Hobbs and Shaw movie where he's like the linking chain between tons of metal and a helicopter? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like thirteen cars getting pulled by a helicopter. He's like and the power the of Samoan teamwork. Will conquer all. He said, Fuck a Steve Rogers. I have 13 cars <laughs> and 11 Samoans. Yep, that's all you need. That's all you need. Samoas. You spend the rest of your life. <laughs> Dude's just like, Give me all the Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> I got Samoas. I thought you said Samoan. <laughs> you got him. Oh my god, the, the, go. the next heist they're on, they're like, they go through all this shit, they fucking, you know, snatch the, the semi-truck with a 
with a fucking F-16 or something. And they're like, what did you guys steal this time? And it's just like all the Girl Scout cookies you could, you could ever Sponsored want. Sponsored by the Girl Scouts of America. Hey. <laughs> oh, my God. This movie is going to be fucking ridiculous, and I can't wait to see it. I can't. I can't believe there was a part in the trailer where someone actually looks into the camera and goes, I don't know how to drive. It's like, that's the big plot point. That's yeah. the one. How is she going to make it in this world if she doesn't know how to drive a car? That's the whole, that's the whole point of living here. There is one thing that this trailer was significantly missing, and I think The Rock. Because The Rock oh, added yeah. something when he joined this franchise. Like this movie, okay. In my opinion, I didn't like the first three. This movie franchise got fun when The Rock joined. And you mean me, the first four? Yeah, there's a rock the fifth one. Well, the, fourth, the fourth one's okay, but the the <laughs> since the rock joined, it got a lot better. The fourth one was the start of this the heisting stuff. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so, yeah. the rock is busy doing Young Rock, so he well, can't. You know. Well, yeah. also, didn't Vin Diesel and the Rock get in a big oh, they thing, the, the Hobbs and Shaw thing because mm-hmm. they were pissed that they went did an offshoot movie. Without, yeah, like, and, and, and Tyrese was, was pissed too. Yeah, like, I remember cares. that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like, we're a family. What are you doing? They're making money. What do you mean? They're doing. They're printing usher box. <laughs> yeah, I would prefer the coin coin version of that. Hey, how much money did the how much money is this Lord of the Rings TV show going to be in usher box? <laughs> Oh um, yeah, like Justin wants to open the Usher arcade where you can you can pay play all the games with Usher coins. There you go. <laughs> they give me real money, I give them fake money. It'd be great. <laughs> all right, so Collider.com is reporting that Mads Mikkelsen has joined the cast of Indiana Jones Five, and I can't lie, I am super excited for this. One, oh yeah. George Lucas is not writing it. Two, and Steven Spielberg is a great director, but I'm glad he's not returning to direct. And I really like where this cast is going. Harrison Ford is coming back. He'll be like 287, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He's still Harrison Ford. B.B. Walker-Bridge is joining this cast. And now we got Mads Mikkelsen. This is probably the most excited I've been for a Lucasfilm project since Disney bought Lucasfilm. And I love oh, yeah. Star Wars movies for what they are. But um, yeah, Mads Mikkelsen should be in everything. I had the pleasure oh, yeah. of meeting him in Saudi Arabia. And he is the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, man. We're we fighting for oil. Matt oh, Mikkelsen, like, right? It just sounds like, oh yeah, one time me and Matt were hanging out in Saudi Arabia, and fucking like, <laughs> turns out he's a real cool dude. You're yeah. fucking. We were down we there were. with the sheik. It was fun. Right, man. It, was, it was totally cool. We're I enjoyed. Radio. I enjoyed I Nick's reaction to that. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the show is whiplash. Yeah, he's flexing over there. My podcasting career, so I gotta mention it whenever I can. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. I just uh, thought I'd throw it out there. One time yeah, I met yeah. David Beckham's That's son, true. so <laughs> where were you, like Abu Dhabi? Like, what, like, you... I was in LA, but yeah, <laughs> wow, you got that LA money. <laughs> I, like, I like Alex's description of our show, where like we flash, like. There's only certain people that can join us on our live show and hang, and you guys have done a really good job. It's like you guys, uh, Mick and Casey, are the ones that really get the way we just bump all around. So, yeah. Hey, we're into it. Yeah, I think if I you think listen to an like, episode of Entertain This, that's that's yeah. our vibe. Yeah, and I think the fact that like all three of us have like massive ADHD also vibes really well. Shiny light. Oh, we're talking about the Rock now. All right. Yeah. All right. What am I not talking about the Rock? I mean, right? tuned out for thirty seconds. We're back to Mies. All right. 
Mies. Let's keep talking about them, Mies. Is that the plural? I don't think that's the plural. It is now. (laughs) We don't have the internet to figure this out. We're fine. Our fact checker is off right now. So, what do they call a group of moose? A flock. Uh, Bad news. Bad news. Gaggle. (laughs) Your worst nightmare. <laughs> In a world surrounded by me, <laughs> one world man stands alone. <laughs> one gun, one bullet. <laughs> Twenty-three. I mean, that's kind of a moves. plot of the gray. Isn't oh, it? it's just, it's just a herd. It's, it's nothing fun. It's the not herd. like a murder of crows. I heard that. I heard that. I mean, you're definitely getting murdered in a group of moose. <laughs> what that? What's everybody's thoughts on uh, Indiana Jones 5? Yeah. If it doesn't oh, have Shia yeah. LaBeouf, I'm not in. Do you want us to actually talk about that? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah, as Matt long as Mickelson. that cash cow's producing milk, I'm in. Yes. You know? I, like you said, I, I, would, I would love to have Mads Mickelson in every movie. Elevates any movie he's ever been in. And he changes. You know, like, he's not, it's not just like, okay, we need Mads Mickelson to play this guy. Like, he can right. do anything and and pull up a completely different performance from the last one that he's done. Like the dude is just awesome. Oh yeah, dude, dude plays one of the best villains ever. Like he plays a villain to a T, no matter what he's in, and is mm-hmm. just the best. At mm-hmm. it. Looks like the type too. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did the impossible. He took a Oscar nominated performance and made it his own with Hannibal. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not an easy task at I, all. I did enjoy the first couple seasons of that. I, it kind of goes off the rails. Sorry, Natcha. Um, I, I just like to ask Jason. You keep mentioning this Indiana Jones five movie. Was there a four? Because I don't, I don't remember there Aliens being. Aliens took it. Yeah. Oh, John, okay. John, that's what the news says. Apparently, there was a fourth one somewhere along the line. I, I, I don't. It was in between the Transformer series. Shia LaBeouf kind of just drove off and just primed through it. It's the Mandela I, effect. There was, there's never actually a fourth Indiana Jones movie, but like now everyone's like, oh yeah, I think there was that man, that Indiana Jones. Movie. I refuse to acknowledge the presence. Because <laughs> it was shit. It was so fucking. Yeah. Awesome. I wonder if they're gonna just jump. That is an interesting thought. Are they just gonna jump over the whole crystal skulls and aliens, or hey, right, yeah, just keep yeah, flexing hey. on people? There it is. That's <laughs> a nice yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, we get it, Jason. You're cool. Okay, we get it. <laughs> Thank All you. Right. All right, interesting. <laughs> this. Um, do you guys want to stick around and do the Army of the Dead trailer? Or do you guys gotta go? Uh, it's up okay. to the boys. Yeah, I can stick around for a little bit. Okay. All right, so we'll come no, back. No pressure day. live on television. Yeah. Do you <laughs> want to stay? We'll do that. <laughs> you want to stay, right? Yeah. That's, that's what he says with John Stamos. That's, that's, that's his <laughs> conversation with John Stamos every time. So. Listen, the Olsen twins are coming. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> we, got them we just got to reel them in. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be back right after these words with uh, Gerard and more from entertain this as we discuss army of the dead 80s and 90s action movies and our review of falcon and winter soldier we will see you guys in just a moment see you you later (laughs) and on that point we start the podcast hello everybody welcome to the three geek podcast I'm going to leave Max unmuted so oh, you guys man. can hear him laughing uh, at himself. God, we have I can mute myself. Thank you very much. But uh, 
<laughs> the guy, the, the overall arching thing was, he's like, I really like your podcast. And he said a whole bunch of mean things about us. <laughs> and he got like super racist. Is that the one you're talking about? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently I look Jewish, which I don't. You got to forward me this comment because I, I need a good yeah. laugh. But <laughs> I deleted it, but I, ha- I think I have a oh. screenshot. He did the right thing where he went to the uh, our, our group's uh, black ambassador uh, <laughs> and uh, he's like, should we, uh, I left it up for what, a couple of days, but then we didn't end up talking about it that week, so, so I was just like, we'll take it down. And here. Max like, leave it, it up was, so we can discuss it. And then we yeah, it was super, it. super racist, but he was like, you guys are cool if you weren't so black and Jewish and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> is anybody in this room Jewish? Well, I mean, like, huh? he, that time that you wore the yarmulke, Fuzzy was on here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember waking up oh, and seeing that comment. I think it was like six thirty when I texted Max. I I turned over to Liz. I was like, Liz. She's like half asleep. I'm like, you're really like Jewish? Like, no, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, like, but he, like, he seriously, the first three sentences is all good oh, stuff. God. You guys are doing good. I like you, blah, 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 except for oh, you have that black dude on there and your bald Jewish guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it was That's just the most ridiculous nice. thing. And yeah, I was like, yeah. man, like, I'm bringing I, you guys down because I don't know who John Hurt is. Yeah, I mean, nah, Rondell, oh, yeah, me and Rondell <laughs> on here, like, that was a two out of two out of five is that was way too many black people, and then we got the Jews. Not even three fifths. Keep, keep spinning that racial wheel, buddy. You'll hit one of the right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn Chinese on that podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we got to, the Korean guy's a jerk. We are way the too Korean diverse. We need, to, we need to whitewash this podcast a little bit more. <laughs> That's what I've been saying. Yeah. Nobody listening. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, Colin Trevorrow, I guess the first movie he made before Jurassic World, <laughs> he storytelling in it, and then when Jurassic World came out, they saw that he could you know, make a blockbuster and make money, so yes. they figured the two of those together would turn out something well, and then, like Mike said, his last movie, Pink, and Leia dying, they've had to rework the story. What was his last movie? Um, It was called uh, Something Something Dark Side. I don't know. (laughs) Something (laughs) Murder. I am looking into this. Max, your thoughts? Uh, Yeah, get rid of this guy. Fuck that dude. Fucking Jurassic World. The movie sucked. (laughs) Like It's just Jurassic Park again. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking <laughs> 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 anyone. Max doesn't like things. Mark again. I love things. Like all you gotta do is do the same shit. Oh no, our dinosaurs are bigger and better. This is Jurassic Park with a bunch of kids you don't want to know again, but stuck in a giant ball thing. The Book of Henry is the name of the film. The Book of Henry. I never even heard about this movie. It's like, like some like the sequel to the Book of Eli. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> the guy's deaf instead. <laughs> Spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> you go through the whole thing like like people like screaming at him. <laughs> Henry. Anybody. <laughs> Get 
Don't forget your book, Henry. <laughs> oh god, it's a fucking book. No, it's me. it's a drama <laughs> film or something. <laughs> That's the end. <laughs> What's fascinating is, I guess. See, I like in the movie. I like in the movie too. Steve McQueen's first movie, big movie. <laughs> Name. I waited to see that movie for a very long time. I you think me out, Max, because your mouth wasn't moving on screen, but you're laughing. I was like, yeah, no, it's good. It's just phantom laughter. Like I got no Max is no, the biggest there's fan no of himself. investment. I like our podcast. I, I happen to be on it. <laughs> the moral of the story is accept the fact that at some point in the future Michael Fassbender is gonna fuck each and every one of us. Like yeah. that's, that's yeah, and by the way, if you haven't seen it, I literally feel like his penis should get top billing because you see it a lot in the movie. What movie is that's why John left. Shame. Shame. <laughs> Cowboy movie? Steve. No, no, no. Shame, not shame. Yeah. shame. shame. Come back, Shane. Come back. Max, I was like, Shane, is that a John Wayne movie? Shane, uncut. All right. So who's in this movie? Besides John Wayne? Yes, besides John Wayne. Michael Fassbender. Did you say Michael Steve Fassbender. McQueen? Steve McQueen's the director. Oh, crap. There's a second Steve McQueen. There's actually. a second the, Steve McQueen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not, not like no, not. <laughs> I'm like, I'm stoned, but I'm not that stoned. Like, what the hell is going on right here? <laughs> Can I ask? I, mean, I, just, uh, I just love that for half that description of the movie, Max thought it was Shane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm flipping out. Like, because I'm sitting here trying to figure out how Michael Fassbender was in Shane. I'm yeah. like, that is no, that doesn't make any sense. How old is this dude? He looks amazing. <laughs> it took the reboot in a completely different direction. Yeah. <laughs> I was there too. I just didn't say anything because I didn't want to look stupid. Like, I guess I he was in the movie. <laughs> no, it's it's better to understand than oh, God. To, to worry about how stupid you look. Uh, there, he was the kid at the end. That's that was Michael Fassbender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he, and he took that message a little bit literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying for this No, I just no. She's like, fuck this. In six years, I'm going to be dating a Norse god. I'm out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'd say that's a step up. Yeah, like, would you take Hayden Christensen or fucking uh, Hemsworth? <laughs> I'd take Hemsworth. He looks like a cuddler. You know? Would you give him a telekinetic hand job? We fucking wanted one. <laughs> <laughs> someone's, trying, someone's trying to lift the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> With their mother. <laughs> he doesn't call his penis. Oh, yes. Now. You dead. are worthy. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I think. Oh, killed it. Just we not end on that? Scene? I don't want to go. <laughs> This or if you'd rather us go back to just playing old episodes and just <laughs> we can oh do that god. too. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, <laughs> Our Sunday viewers, you all just got the taste. Who's next to lift the hammer? 
fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> it would be better because they can take a beating. They're like regular and strong. You don't have to hold back. All of us in this podcast have a great night. I'm going to end right here. <laughs> I was next to lift the hammer. <laughs> I forgot about that whole hand job thing. Until we... <laughs> How do you not, as Chris walk around and use that as a line? You want to lift Thor's hammer? Oh my goodness, that's fantastic, Gerard! Welcome to the show, gentlemen. I am here. Hello How and welcome. You? How's everybody doing on this uh, fine Sunday afternoon? We're doing good, man. We're doing good. I know Entertain This is ready to go, so I'm going to get to this Army of the Dead trailer real quick, and then I can't wait to hear Gerard's top five 80s action movies, and then we will discuss Falcon and Winter Soldier. So much fun stuff. So much. But seriously, do you want to lift Thor's hammer? That's a great line. <laughs> Who doesn't? You guys have a lot of dick jokes, huh? Yeah, I noticed guys, that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, get top five video like... out there. Oh god! Oh, I saw this trailer. Thank you, Alex. This is the one with uh, Dave Bautista, right? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, whoops! Never mind. Mr. <laughs> Wolf, there he is. Nope, there's your answer. Nailed it. I'd like to make fifty million dollars. This is Zack Snyder, right? Warm yeah. summer's eve. <laughs> Next to The Rock, I'd say that Batista's had the second most successful career of all WWE fighters. Yeah, I can agree John, John that. John Cena is trying to. Aside from The Rock, I'd say Batista and John Cena are almost neck and neck, but I put Batista ahead. What, whoa, whoa, whoa. what about Hogan, man? We got. Um, uh, Get the fuck out of here. John Cena was in the Fred movie, so he cannot be forgiven. Thunder <laughs> in Paradise does not compare to, to uh, Guardian of Just Once. Anything that they've done. Just Roots. You ready to play? There's $200 million in the vault beneath the strip. With a 32 hour window to get it out. Find the safe. This should be a simple in and out. Not too bad. It's a little bit more colorful than you'd expect, but. Except for this part that's about to come up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Except for the rest of this movie. <laughs> what the? They're not what you think they are. They're smarter. That line feels and like it's directed directly me. at us. <laughs> like they're talking directly to the audience. Like, these are what you think they are. We know what you think they are, but no, no, no. <laughs> they're smart zombies. Yeah, here we See, that's where Fast and Furious needs to go next is Zombie Apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I would watch that. So that that's, that's just Mad Max. That's Mad Max Fury Road. What is this? 
them zombie tiger. That's crossing the line. So, like, basically the zombies are back to being people? Yes. It reminds yeah. me of um, what the Will Smith zombie like vampire movie the yeah i am legend i'm like yeah yeah yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. In the name. thank you that's a good film good film. yeah it was good yeah, yeah but this is that that does not look like a good film no it looks like no. i will be cringing the whole way through it i, I have you have any of you actually seen um monster hunter with uh mila jovich and um no nope. dan watched it dan watched it no no jason watched it and I, I think it's going to be in the same vein, and I'm just going to cry through the entire thing because they took a brilliant premise and then destroyed the rest of the movie. I didn't hate well, Monster yeah. Hunter, but it's nowhere near a good movie. The Resident Evil movies are like a guilty pleasure. I've watched them all once. I've enjoyed them once. I'll never watch them again. And I felt the same way for Monster Hunter. I enjoyed watching it. It's not a great movie. I probably would never recommend it. And I... I think if it would have been a half an hour shorter, I might actually revisit it. But they're surprisingly in an hour and 20 some minute movie, there is quite a bit of filler in that Monster Hunter movie that could be. <laughs> I will say, maybe maybe we'll play uh, Dead Rising for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, like Monster Hunter is a good video game because, you know, like you get to kill the monsters and, and you know, you, you harvest the parts and you level up and all that stuff and, and, and you get to do things. Like, that doesn't make it. A good premise for a movie, you know, it's like it's like Battleship. They made that movie, and it's like, why? Right. What what is the point of this? Let's go to the Monster Hunter expert, Michael. Um, did you enjoy the the Monster Hunter movie? Yes, I watched Entertain This. <laughs> did, you watch, did you enjoy the movie? Uh, I have a habit of like seeing anything that I feel is gonna like disrespect something I love. I just avoid it like the plague. So I didn't even bother watching it. So, what about this? Are you excited about this? Well, this, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I'm gonna enjoy it just because it looks like stupid fun, and I'm all for. Stupid I like it fun. too. <laughs> it's stupid yeah. fun. You can turn the brain off for a while and just sit there and watch it and be like, yeah, I'm having fun. I'm yeah. yeah. I mean, like. You know? The premise of it being like a Las Vegas like heist movie, but with zombies, like sure, all right, I'm here for it. <laughs> if, if they had if they had called this Ocean's Eleven zombies, like they did, like Pride, Prejudice, and zombies, I think that yes. a lot of us would oh, be yeah. more on yeah. board. If they were yes. just like straight up, like no, this is what we're doing, but that is what it is. This is Ocean's Eleven zombies. <laughs> so I'm, I'm down. Ocean's, Ocean's yeah, be, fifteen or whatever they're on. If they called it that, I would be more down to watch it. Like you see Brad Pitt and George Clooney. Yeah, like, George Clooney just figuring out how to kill zombies with like one bullet. <laughs> that that would have been that would have been what's up. Uh, absolutely, like that's, that's thing, a way better idea. One thing we know for sure is that if this movie sucked. There's an inevitable six hour edition that everybody's gonna praise on the internet, even though it may or may not fix the Not necessarily give us, you know, Gone with the Wind, but uh. Yes, Josh leading on retainer. Yeah, <laughs> just take over. I'll, I'll I'm excited yeah. about the uh, the mention of zombie tigers because mm. those who know me or have followed yeah, my right. personal lore, uh, that's been my gamer tag since I was 14 years old. Is zombie tigers? <laughs> I didn't so, want to uh, dox you. you. I'm glad you said it. Are, so there you go. <laughs> are you yeah. gonna sue? Are you gonna? Here's no, because here's my thing is. 
when you grab usernames like that on any social media, you don't know it, but it's an investment. So if somebody comes after the Zombie Tigers username, I can sell it for a pretty penny now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. All right. My stocks went way up. Yeah. Do you think they're going to cosplay a Tiger King in this? And I'll like Carol Baskins as a zombie and like the, the tiger. Ooh, there you go. Be a smart move. Another yeah. great reason oh, yeah, to watch it. That's definitely going to be in. You feel it. Carol Baskins. <laughs> Carol Baskins. Her husband. Her husband's a zombie, zombie, zombie pile of poo. Zombie pile of tiger poo just running at you. <laughs> you guys are doing him so dirty. I like that this is like. As a society, we've all accepted the fact that she fed her husband to a tiger and no one's doing shit about it. It's like, no, that happened, but we can't do anything hey, about nothing it. Nothing to be done. Like, Stomach the right. out. There's no proof. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's too late to, to DNA check that pile of poo now. It's, it's, it's gone. It's fertilizer. Yeah. I wonder if the grass would have some of his DNA in it. You know, like Stop the grass it. that grew over the pile oh, of poo God. that was Carol Baskin's husband. Mm. So every unsolved mystery is just waiting to be mowed. Yes. <laughs> what a, what a, what a way to say that. I love that. In a field in, in Missouri somewhere. A field of dreams, if you will. <laughs> What's up, Mom? All right. Entertain this. Where can everybody find you guys on the internet? I'm on camera. Um, so yeah, we entertain this. Uh, the easiest way that you can find us is by going to our website, which is www.entertainthis.net. Uh, it wasn't a hard, uh, domain to get, unfortunately. Uh, so it will not be raking in any bucks like zombie tigers, but you can find all of our socials there. We usually direct people to Spotify to listen to us, but you can go to our link tree which I think is like linktr.ee slash entertain this, and it'll send you to all of our pod catchers um, where you can find us and listen to us in whatever for, form you want to. Uh, or you can look us up on YouTube. We upload all of our video podcasts there if you like a visual medium to your listening experience. Uh, mm -hmm. We're entertaining this on there too. We didn't change it up for the YouTube. Okay. So that's it. Cool. Absolutely fascinating. You guys have an open door policy with us anytime you guys want to come on our show. Please. Yeah. Yeah, I totally understand sure. you keeping our door shut if you don't like us anymore. An <laughs> <laughs> hour and a half. Well, if you have a spot to fill, you let us know and we'll see what, what our schedule is looking like. That sounds great, right, man. Yeah. Thank you guys. Michael Allen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Good for guys. sure. Thank see you guys. See ya. Bye. All right, Gerard. You're going to like this. So uh, because uh, we lost in Remake Revolution and Dan was the judge, we fired him as our third geek. Yeah. yeah. He's not on the podcast anymore. Yeah. We can I see. Off, but we, uh, we... <laughs> I put some effort into those trailers. You sure yeah. did, buddy. You did great. You did great. We, we played it at the beginning of the show to show entertain this. Did a fantastic yeah. job. Like, it, was, it was really good. I, I, I could not do that like that, that was like i i'm glad we weren't playing you because like and then i would have just felt dejected the whole time like he plays a trailer i'm just like well <laughs> you know, like, what are you supposed to do <laughs> no it was good it was really really good just lost out on 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 that um that musical score i, I think that's yeah. what, what did us in but yeah i had to stick with what the original plan was mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for sure for sure for sure no. yeah 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 
All right, so um, you were going to be on last week, but due to some scheduling uh, misunderstandings between the two of us, you've got your top five action 80s movies, though. So what was your yes. number five? I was scared. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Was I supposed to come up with the top five 80s? Like, didn't I already do this? Like, yeah, so we just did this. <laughs> no, 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 cool. Go ahead. So I had, I had a bit of an issue with this one because I, I was talking to Jason offline about this one, and there are so many 80s movies out there that are absolutely phenomenal that I had a tie for number five, and it's The Revenge of the Ninja and They Live. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dude, I knew you were going to come with some good ones. Because I can see uh, your American kickboxer in the background, American Ninja in the background. Yeah, yes. I've not seen the so, Revenge of the Ninja, but They Live is classic. <laughs> I'm so here to the kick ass was, and chew gum. So the funny thing was, like, I was um, at my last job. I'm walking through the hallway one day, and like, I see um, a little white box with Obey on the top. And it's one of the the aliens. And I was like, I don't understand what's going on right now, but I'm absolutely terrified that this may be real. <laughs> Up until I asked the guy who was actually in the office, like, hey, is that an actual thing? He was like, yeah, it's from They Live. And we started a friendship from there. And I was like, that's absolutely terrifying. You have to put a sign up. <laughs> for for, for anybody that knows. Like, I, I, had a, I had a moment, like... This is a new prescription. I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have come to work today. <laughs> All right. So number four for me that I will absolutely stop everything is Flash Gordon. Okay. I I, I right. love the wing the, the winged uh, battle fight at the end. Um, just the campiness of. Flash riding a, a sky scooter. It's amazing for me. But right behind that one is Masters of the Universe. I know a lot of people hate this Masters of the Universe. <laughs> I sit down and turn my brain off completely and watch Dolph Lundgren be He-Man for yes. however long that movie is on. It is <laughs> amazing for me and it's I will sit down and watch it every good. time. I like I like Skeletor's Skeletor. a lot more menacing in this one. Even though he doesn't do a whole lot, he's he's absolutely a, a ton more terrifying than the rebooted cartoon where they actually melted off his face, or the 80s one where he just runs around like super swole in every shot. <laughs> Power of Grace. I have never seen this movie, and for that case, I'm pulling up the trailer because I want some context. You've never seen Masters of the Universe? Like never. we we have to sit down and do this like on I am shocked. This is amazing. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Jason, you uh, you're in for a treat. And there is only one man who dares challenge him. Hi man. They are locked in a battle to the death. I am 100% across the heavens. Stop him! A that will finally be fought. Wow. Across the face. Please! Oh, of course they come to the real world. Hey! Absolutely. Save money on CG. I love that guy. 
Can you You're show a slacker. Away? No. Did you call He Man a slacker at least once in this movie? Young Courtney Cox. Slacker. <laughs> <laughs> look at Dolph Lundgren's hair. Have we done this for Remake Revolution yet? I don't think so. Uh, we What's there to remake? <laughs> well, I mean, you'd just be remaking a He-Man, He-Man movie. Like, you don't have to necessarily shit on this masterpiece. <laughs> I want a force field. Right? Masters of the universe. Live I love that. I, I don't care what anybody says. Like, I will sit down and watch it every single time. It's fun. It's fun, and, and like people are like, "Well, it doesn't, you know, it's not an attorney." And the other stuff was like, "Yeah, well, they, they they kind of explain their way out of it, and uh, why not? You know, like why not?" Yeah, like it's the '80s, and you had to kind of check your budget at certain points, so like it's a whole <laughs> lot easier to shoot modern day than just film out in the desert for like months or years on end. Yeah, and build everything. As, yeah, as so, the people. Building the Lord of the Rings right now, how much it costs to build everything. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I get it. it it's mine. I, I love it. So that was number three, right? That's incredible. That was number three. Okay. Yeah. Number two. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean back on this one because I have the poster up also. <laughs> Trouble in Little China. Hey, uh, that was on my list. I had a list, yeah. Yeah, that was on my list. Yeah, I went out and bought it this week just because I had never seen it. God, I think it's one of the never seen thing. These are amazing <laughs> movies. We will fight if you say you haven't seen my my, my top number one pick. <laughs> <laughs> I will come to your house and I will beat you. I've seen it, Rod. I've seen your number one. Pick. <laughs> Whatever it is, I've seen it. <laughs> I promise I've seen it. Let's talk about how play this. Don't hurt me anymore. <laughs> All right. So, my number one pick came out the year I was born, and it is Barry Gordy's The Last Drag. Ah, that was on my list! Oh, my God, I love you! Yeah, you two are simpatico. Yeah, I love that movie. I fucking, Shonuff the Shogun is one of my favorite villains of all time. I have no comment on whether or not I've seen it. (laughs) He's he's leaving his current location, my friend. I no. have to come find you now. It's, it's no, it's, it's it's my fault. I've been his friend for thirty two years, and he's never seen the Last Dragon, so that that's all. Okay, me. so I have to come find both of you. Yeah. I did his costume for Halloween in uh, two thousand seven, and <laughs> you know, whenever you do a costume contest, they always make you do like the the, the, move the costume contest. Yeah. I didn't tell anybody that I was going to do the show enough character, so when I just started screaming, "Am I the prettiest?" And like all the black people oh, in the back, like, oh no! Everybody just looked around and were like, "Did he script this?" Nah, <laughs> no, it's just the heart. It's just the love, man. Like you knew, you knew, you just had to put it out there, and the love would would would, would carry you through. That that is the Last Dragon is one of my favorite movies, just hands down. I love that movie. He catches bullets with his teeth. <laughs> yes. Oh man. No, yeah, so, top five in order. Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon, Big Trouble in Little China, Masters of the Universe, Flash Gordon, and I tied for Revenge of the Ninja and They Live. That's a good list. 
that is a solid list. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry you weren't here, you know, last week to to you know, get in on all the conversations. Like there was, I think I, yeah, I, 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 I completely we, we messed up. That was my fault. I I, I was filming uh, some skits with my kids, and um, they're coming yeah. out over the next couple months, and I think you will absolutely love them. Cool. All right, no, I see how you're gonna, you're gonna spend family time with your either your youngsters versus coming on our podcast. Sure, man. Okay, like I don't, I don't feel yeah, the hate's real. Yeah, the hate's I, real. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel. Uh, feel uh, yeah, spend time with family. <laughs> yeah, over like, Earth. Speak. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better, I got beat up by a six-year-old. Oh, right. it does make me feel better. Infinitely better. What are some of your right. mentions? No, but uh, those some good picks because I, I don't think Masters of the Universe got mentioned last week. It did not. I, I'm glad you mentioned it. Uh, I don't think They Live got mentioned. Neither did Revenge of the Ninja. Yeah, I've never seen that one, so I can't. But what at least you've never five. seen somebody spit caltrops in another man's face. No. That's that would be a what a weird movie. sentence. I didn't think I'd hear that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would be a new experience for me. Yeah. At least I've seen the last drive. Revenge of the Ninja. That's right. Be a man, pull down his mask, and speak caltrops into another man's face. How long were you holding that in your mouth, bro? <laughs> Did you cough at all? Like, I mean, that's kind of oddly specific. Like, do you do that all the time, or is that just like for this mission that you decided that that was necessary? <laughs> New <laughs> smile is, is horrific. That, <laughs> that is where you you get the first instance of uh, Naruto ninjutsu, where a guy does a fireball, jumps out of the water, cuts out, cuts off one arm, and um, smoke no jutsus his his way out of everything else. All right, so no, I'm down. I'm down to watch this. <laughs> Revenge of the Ninja. Uh, Gerard, do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, honorable mentions out of the 80s. The Breakfast Club always comes to mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not really action. They Live is on my honorable mentions. But it's not an action movie. <laughs> so that, that was that was the tough part. It was trying to make sure that I stayed in, in the 80s. Because I'm, I, I was born in 83, so a lot more of my memory goes to, like, good year. 90s movies. Good year. <laughs> and uh, above above the law came to mind at one point, but I was like, eh. I am the law. I, I, Steven Seagal kind of irked me at, at a certain point. Seagal sucks. That dude sucks. I, I like this. Why? I like this. Isn't he a cop now? Like, isn't he like going around busting people? Uh, he Steven was a cop for a while. I don't he was a cop. Was. Not anymore. Okay. It's Seagal's like first four movies, and then I like a couple since this first four movies. But I, he. He, I've heard some horrible stories about him from one of the people we've interviewed, and I've met him. When I met him, he was absolutely nice. Uh, he didn't do anything personally to me. He shook my hand, talked to me. But all of the stories I've heard about Seagal just have tainted the way I can look at him when he's in anything. And I think under, under Siege, I think, is watchable. But then, like, under Siege is watchable. I mean, I guess what, like, executive decision where he's in it for like 14 seconds and then gets killed? Like, I'm, I'm down for that one, too. <laughs> So the ones where Seagal was watchable was um, Mark for Death. I love that one, but I think that was more so for the Jamaican twins that he eye gouges and, and uh, throws down an elevator shaft. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
Undersea? No, uh, Broken, uh, not Broken Ground, Broken Arrow? No. What was the one where he pretended to be an Indian? A bad Indian. Oh. <laughs> uh, Dangerous Ground, the Patriot. Dangerous Ground, yeah, that one. Those two are watchable. I like Hard to Kill. I like Hard to Kill. That's the one I think where he goes in a coma. For the whole movie? No. no. I'll, I'll watch the movie where Steven Seagal is in a coma for the whole movie. Hard to Kill was uh, Van Damme, though, wasn't it? No. No, uh, oh, no that's Hard Target. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a great masterpiece. <laughs> yes. Jason is not the biggest Jean-Claude Van Damme fan. I don't know if you've if you've talked to him for 15 minutes, but uh, <laughs> you'll find out that he absolutely hates Jean-Claude Van Damme. I had so many honorable mentions. Uh, no Retreat, No Surrender was on my honorable mentions because I love laughing at that movie until the end. I love the end fight sequence. Uh, the Perfect Weapon with Jeff Speakman is a movie that I absolutely loved in the 80s. Did you ever watch that? Yes, I did. That It, it made me fall in love with Kingdom. Okay. Yeah, it has the, the one of the villains from Three Ninjas is in... The perfect weapon. <laughs> oh, oh God, that's the, the defining feature of that. The three Ninjas is great, Justin. I love the Three Ninjas. <laughs> Stallone and Cobra made my honorable mentions just because that movie is so terrible. Light up the <laughs> eyes. Terrible is uh, whoa. Wait, pause, timeout. <laughs> oh man, they're gonna fight. <laughs> wait a minute. Terrible, like for dialogue, maybe, but for <laughs> pure action, come on, you it cannot. Dialogue and plot. <laughs> Dialogue like and plot. plot, it just loses. Okay, but it's the eighties, so you gotta throw the plot out the window. No, no, it's the eighties. You can have everything. Like it doesn't. Like that's that's what's beautiful about the eighties. Like the, yeah, they did stuff like Cobra, but like they also did like really good things too. Like I'm like I have nothing that comes to mind. This is a great like action movie that had a great plot. But what was the one? Was I can't remember. And was this? in the 80s or like early 90s but was it um i come in peace which was another dolph lundgren movie i've never seen it i'm not a well, huge i've not seen that either i wasn't a lundgren fan until recently oh my god <laughs> he's wonderful <laughs> he's such a smart human being like, doesn't he like oh, yeah no he's actually like an astrophysicist or something yeah like he's as a person he seems great <laughs> Oh, yeah, I can deal with him. Like because he's he's an, a legit martial artist. He legit has a degree in in science, and he's an ambassador for a country somewhere. I, I may be making that last part up, but I, I remember that, that guy basically. president. Like I, I'm down for a Dolph Lundgren presidency. People wouldn't <laughs> fuck around with him. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, isn't he like seven twelve or something? I think he's he's no, tall. He's, like, he's, he's definitely something. yeah. He's six foot up there. I mean, imagine him going into some type of conversation and like he goes like, I must break you. And you're like, yeah, all right, I'm I guess you're going to break me. Yeah, yeah that's, that's your me. You know, yeah. like, well, it's been a good life up till now. Yeah. Well, I guess my country now belongs to your country. So yeah. um, enjoy my oil. Goodbye. Yeah, so whatever you need for, for country allies. That's just... uh, Lundgren is five or six, five. And then if Dolph Lundgren offers to break you, do you just say, okay, I'll, I'll let you break me? No, no, you, no, no, you do whatever it takes to not him have him I, not break you. I, I would just make no. Then you turn around and start running. Yeah, he that's killed Apollo right. Creed. He that's not going to help Apollo you. Creed. Running away from that dude will not help you. Just die tired. <laughs> hey, you got to put up a fight. No, that, no, that's I'm, the I'm, one thing that I learned from watching The Mist is that I'm going to fight until the end. There is no way that I'm going to give up and let somebody shoot me. 
The Mist has one of the greatest comedy endings in any movie I've comedy. ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Who are yes. You? Yes. Uh like I the only better comedy ending I would say would be like the notebook, maybe, just because like you just don't I, see that it one coming. I've never seen. But uh yeah, no, if you want to see a funny movie, watch the notebook. It's hilarious. <laughs> At the end, it, it, it's mostly shitty, and then the end kind of makes up for everything. <laughs> it, like, like, like most of the movies, like this stupid fucking love story and, and and yada yada yada. But the end, the end makes yes, up. Yes, folks, for Max it. is a strong romantic. <laughs> <laughs> He's the oh no, but um, the mist that that ending oh, is so mist, good. I love, I love the ending of that because I was like, you big dummy, <laughs> you what? Like two seconds. Yep. That's the end of the movie crying on the side of the road as the lady from the beginning of the movie just drives by. I yep. told you. <laughs> you should have prayed to Jesus and not murdered your kid. Oh, my, <laughs> <laughs> oh my right. goodness. No. You brought it beautiful. back, Justin. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I brought it back. I love it. Oh, we were talking about Jesus. Uh, the sex oh, full, yeah, full circle. Attractive yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Sex Jesus. <laughs> Uh, what did we? What was the other topic? Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier review. Ooh, yes. Ooh, so everybody's caught up, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let me get this little spoiler thing up here, so people know to uh, tread lightly. This show is amazing. Yeah, and, and tread at your own risk because this episode this week I thought was absolutely amazing. It's yes. the emotional depth from Isaiah Bradley. His character um, was was second to none for 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 me personally. Like I, I've never been as emotionally invested into Marvel characters as I would was for this week. And I love everything that Marvel has put out. They they have done me no wrong. But this week I was truly emotionally invested. They did a really good job because uh, you know as a white human in America, I would never think like that Falcon wearing the shield would be such a thing. But, you know, Marvel does a really good job of showing you that, yes, that is a thing. Like, of course it's a thing because this represents something negative to a whole race of people. And it, I was moved and I, I, I don't feel like they were too preachy. I feel like they, they hit the nail right on the head with this yeah. topic and really made you feel for what Falcon was going through. Cause on one hand, it's his best friend. He wants to keep his best friend's legacy alive. But then on the other hand, but what does this legacy represent? And it's just the way they handled it was absolutely amazing. And it's a framing I never even thought about, right? Not once. Not once my Captain America, like, watching and the movies and the TV. Like, up until this point, I didn't think, oh, that might mean something different to somebody else. Like, yeah. at all. I didn't think about it once. You know what I mean? Yeah. To have so that. What so ahead, the sorry. thing that I really loved was not only the dichotomy between Sam and Isaiah, but S.H.I.E.L.D., although the S.H.I.E.L.D. means one thing to Isaiah, it means something completely different to Sam, sure. and he's in the exact same position. Mm -hmm. So, and you get the emotional gravity of actually holding on to the S.H.I.E.L.D. from the end of Endgame and him giving it up to the beginning of the series. And how the the gravity of the entire situation just changes mm -hmm. everything for him, knowing the well the the comparisons to the Skiga experiments to Isaiah's um, actual life, 
and I, I felt it. I it was if anything, it's a must watch for for all Marvel fans. Yeah, uh, Bucky, uh, his the way that they handled him again, like this isn't something that any of us really picked up on. I'm speaking for like the white audience because I, I know a lot <laughs> of people watching this never really thought of it, and they did a good job of making Bucky that audience. Like, you know, I was so worried about you know the legacy of my friend i didn't even think of what this would mean for you and at the end you get to see them have some of that tough conversation and bucky you know telling him like you do what you need to do i get it now and i thought that was handled so well yeah uh it, it's it, it, i was worried that they were gonna get just like super it was gonna feel unearned and and, and you're gonna be preached at like um I, they've done a very good job up until this episode but you know, like I, I was worried that you know it was gonna cross over that line of, you know, oh, you know, like Black Lives Matter is important right now, so like we need to be talking about this black thing and 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 pushing it on people. But like everything is earned. Like you feel the weight of the characters, and you feel the weight of their decisions, and you feel you know, like like you know, with the uh, you know, with the the bad guys, like you you they're while they are doing terrible things, like you can see where, you know, like when, when everyone got snapped away, all the countries went away, all the borders went away. Yeah. Like, and that's actually a good thing. And then like, as soon as everyone comes back, there's like, okay, we need to go back to how it was instead of, you know, taking it the next step further, which is like, okay, you guys are all here now. We can find a place for everyone because they're, they're, uh, we've seen that there does not need to be these lines and these walls. And, 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 that that's I, I enjoy all of it. I enjoy everything they're doing. Like it's yeah, this last episode really, really takes it there and, and gives you know like it gives everyone the great like you know their their minute to to feel what they're feeling and, and you you get to go along for that journey. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a, this episode best out of the series so far. Um, I was I was blown away. I was like, wow, this is really, really good. And I thought and the, the culmination of the season, right, so at least to this point, they've done a really good job of humanizing the villains, right? I mean, oh, even, even even the evil Captain America, like, you can see where he's coming from. He's trying to do the right thing, but he just keeps doing the wrong thing, right? Or yeah. and, or the, the, the red-headed girl who's like, I wanted to go back to what it was before, but, like, I'm doing all the wrong things, and you're trying to speak to that, like, instance, like, as a watcher, I, I appreciate that, right? I want to, I want to care about my villains. Like I, I care about Loki, right? I think he's just a misunderstood dude, and he gets his head kicked in a lot. So, <laughs> I think Marvel has done a really good job at listening to their fans because one of the biggest complaints out of Marvel, yes, Marvel has had complaints. I mean, they've oh, done yeah, mostly things right. But, uh, we can talk about Iron Man two and three all day. I got complaints. I love Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the villains. Where's my butter? The villains were not well established. They were just um, polar opposites of the hero they were in the movie with. I mean, even uh, Iron Man One's villain, the Incredible Hulk's villain, they were just versions Near of it. the yeah. other guys, Near and they it. weren't fully developed. But starting with uh, Baron Zemo in Civil War to Thanos in Endgame and Infinity War, the villains are starting to have a story where you can I almost see their angles, and it continues with the show. Like I said. A lot of franchises, when they end, because it ended with Endgame, all intents and purposes, the Marvel storyline culminated, and we had an ending. And anything after could feel like it's being tacked on, like they're forcing more to continue. But one of the things I've liked with Marvel TV so far is I feel like we're getting an organic story 
built on what they've already done. Nothing seems forced. Like this Ooh. seems like a legitimate continuation of what was set up in Winter Soldier or what was set up in any of the other movies. And I, I'm really appreciating that. I think this is the best episode of TV Marvel has given us so far. Because I, I, like I said, they go places that could be preachy. It could be this. It could be that. It could feel like the times. But no, it seemed like the perfect point in what Falcon story should be from Winter Soldier to now. Like this, it, it's all organic and it's fantastic. And you know, we praise Kevin Feige a lot. And I think that Feige, with the team that he has built around him, have really made something special with this Marvel universe. And they they truly are out there listening to the people that are supporting them. And you know, when they when they make a a bad movie like an Iron Man two, they listen to the notes and then they. They push forward and give. And us- then they made Iron Man mm-hmm. three, so I would argue that they, they- I like Iron Man three. I think that <sighs> Iron Man, you Iron Man two. You just said, so I don't know. Yeah, but <laughs> but what I, what I liked is like because Marvel. I mean, Isaiah Bradley isn't a, a new character. They didn't make it up, make him up for no. this no. The show, right? He's been he's been with Marvel for a long time, and it, yeah. it's crazy we're able to bring him into the, the loop with this. It I want to see. Sense too. I want to see an Isaiah Bradley and the Howling Commandos. Like, That'd be sweet. I would be down for that. <laughs> like, um, yeah, just uh, if they want to do something else, you know, another side project. I, so the the only way that that would feel organic for me is if they actually did the story from the comic book where he stole Captain America's uniform. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that word in the mouth. I'm isn't down. that uh isn't that storyline too where they said that they, they basically tested on that whole group of people and like they, they told their families they they died and, and yeah like how dark is that like that would be a crazy series it's like yeah you yeah, have his wife trying to chase down like what what actually what became of her husband where, like where's yeah my husband where's his yeah. body something yeah what's fascinating yeah. is i like where john's story is going too like john's story is also super intense and i don't know where it's going to go from where we left off with him and um i got a question for you guys because i'm not the biggest comic book person but who is everybody on the internet was like major villain i can't believe that they were introduced so is julia louis dreyfus's character somebody huge apparently i i'm not yeah i don't i don't, I don't know the captain america unfortunately i'm not as familiar well. with her character uh, you but the power broker like, is pretty powerful too. I think power yeah. broker is a pretty yeah. high up. Villain. You can't have a name like Contessa, whatever the fuck, and and not be an old school Marvel villain. Um, she sounds like she's out of fucking GI Joe or something. But uh, it's uh, <laughs> but that's the same no, thing like, they did with um with WandaVision when they in, in introduced right. Agatha yeah. Harkness. Right, like they they kind of throw throw small things at you for for true comic book fans and like. It turns out to be this huge reveal later for for the casual viewer, and I'm not as familiar with um, some of the the more obscure Avengers sure. uh, villains um, as I am. My favorite uh, character in in Marvel is 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 Gambit Remy LeBeau, which I was really excited for for his story, but I wasn't necessarily as excited for Channing Tatum or um, Whoever they got name? to play him in the end, oh. to, in, in to play Wolverine to play Gambit's Origin. story. Gambit's a thief, and if we're not doing a, a a heist movie, it's not Gambit. Gambit is more than just card throwing, uh, Cajun. He he has a lot more skills that make him kind of invaluable, and his stories are are 
really dark. And I was thinking about this um, uh, yesterday, actually, that for anybody who says that they don't like comic books, you don't like good storytelling because there is not a comic book character that I can think of that does not have the worst life ever, period. <laughs> Spider-Man's life. Spider-Man's life is dismal. Yeah, his girlfriends keep dying. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) and he killed one of them. Yeah, Gwen Stacy. Yeah, yeah. Are you? Yeah. Um, Tony Stark has been dealing with alcoholism and yeah, but like like, Tony Stark, I don't feel like he has the worst life. I'm just saying it to to counter counter your argument a little bit, but like. No, Tony Stark, oh, I'm sorry, I'm so rich, all I do is get drunk. No, I don't feel bad for you, bro. <laughs> fair. I mean, fair. Okay, fair. Go to a meeting, you can afford it. <laughs> Go to fair. a meeting. <laughs> fair. But you, you get into some of their stories, and you, you feel the emotional weight of of what their decisions actually are. <laughs> like, in um, the comic book Civil War, that story is so big and so expansive that they couldn't do it. Right. In, the identification in act. Yeah. It, it yeah. ended up being like a two-year arc. Mm. And like how they how they addressed it in in Captain America, I, I felt was a little underwhelming. But at the same time, they didn't really have the the breath of all of marvel to do it with oh for sure i said the same thing when i watched civil war i was like if you if you listened or read the actual civil war comic book you would be very underwhelmed with that civil war movie yes for sure they caught some of the essence of the comic book a little bit but nowhere near like the breadth of what i mean it would take so much money they didn't have the rights to most of the characters in the comic book at the time like there's a lot not physically do it yeah 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 Yeah, like to to have Spider-Man switch side uh, again spoilers if, if you haven't read the the comic book series at this point you're late it's what five to seven <laughs> yeah, years old yeah, yeah. Uh, I, that's on you yeah no they uh, I, I I really enjoyed the Iron Spider uh, outfit that came out of that yeah even though everyone yeah. hated it um, but uh, it made him was, super OP. Yeah. Yeah, but the, but even that they brought that into the movie, like you know, a little bit with like his, you know, like he got the the arms mm-hmm. that come out and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, yeah. I see I see what y'all are doing here, but like no, it's uh yeah, there's there's a lot going on there that they they did in the comic books that yeah they just couldn't do in the movie. well just the opening scene of Civil War where the the group of teenage superheroes blow themselves up and the thing that yeah. it causes that yeah. whole yes. conflict. Yes. Yes. That, that... So I, I get what Marvel did. With with how how they attack the the cinematic universe and I for what they put out I'm proud of mm-hmm. because they tied everything together and, and as wild and crazy as the um, first Avengers was and the Age of Ultron to then transition that back to to make a civil war for what the character rights that they had I, I was impressed. I would be more impressed if they brought in the Netflix series also. Mm. I really want Daredevil and the Punisher to kind of yes. have their interaction with Cap, um, Captain America and mm-hmm. and everybody else. But I understand that those are licensing rights that they, they're, I believe that Marvel is working on. 
Yeah, now, I'm really out. excited for um the next Spider-Man. Right. Uh, what was it called? It's uh No Way Home. Right. Where it's reported that Tobey Maguire and and Charlie Cox are both supposed to be in the movie. So uh, Alfred Molina did confirm he's playing his um, Spider-Man Two character, and he's playing Doctor Octopus. Yeah. yeah, he's playing the same so, Doctor Octopus from right. the franchise. Yeah, I'm really excited for that type of stuff. That was my favorite thing as a kid for Spider-Man stuff is all the different universe interactions. If you remember the cartoon. Where like the end of the series, whatever, had all the different Spider-Man showing up. It was like a group fight, and oh, I loved that when I was a kid. That was my favorite. Uh, and like Spider Verse was sick. So you know, like it's, it's, if they're doing you know like multiverse and, and we get a little Spider Verse action, uh, I'm, I'm I, I like the Spider Verse comic book much better. No, no, I love the I love the movie, but I like yeah. I liked the vampire version of the the Spider. Like they're going through Spider the <laughs> different universes yeah. and just killing Spider Man, like <laughs> eating their spider essence and then just dropping the body off. Like it was dark. I'm excited for the uh, the Spider Man also because I want to see Andrew Garfield kind of get something something a little bit better. I liked him as Spider Man. And Peter Parker. I thought he did fine. I thought he did fine. And I, I feel like he didn't get what he deserved a little bit. With Not, the, I mean, okay, so so Spider Man isn't fifty two; he's thirty eight. Uh, sure, whatever. Okay, like so, <laughs> see, the reason I like nah. Andrew Garfield's Spider Man was because they actually let him kill Gwen Stacy on screen. Not not an accident. Well, accident, yes, but like how because that's the big thing, story. Right? Similar to what was in the comic books, yeah, and yeah. that yeah, was that's not that's not anything Andrew Garfield did. Like, like he was just there. Like, I, I, but, I I'm just like not a fan of Andrew Garfield Spider Man because it's like blah. He's just another too old Spider Man. Like they they they, oh, they want to do the origin story, but they don't want to. What, what like what, what kills me is that okay they get the youngest Spider Man they've ever gotten and they don't do the origin story, but every other 48-year-old uh, Spider Man they got, they have to do the origin story with. Like it, it, it it's amazing to me. <laughs> but but to to that to that point, Sony was trying to keep the rights and working with Marvel, they they were like, "Hey, look, we've already established the story, let let's just move past the origin." I'm glad they did. Well, uh, yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad that we don't have to go through the fucking Spider-Man origin all over again. Because like, yeah, why just like Batman, right? Again? We know what yeah. happened to Bruce Wayne. That's yes, <laughs> like if you don't know by now, read something for three minutes. You're gonna find out. Like, it's not that hard. But like, it's or you know, like they they can touch on it without you know, like because like Spider-Man and you know, and then Homecoming. Dude, he's like, oh, you know, I miss Uncle Ben or whatever. Like, you, you understand that he's had some tragic thing happen. Like it's not it's it's not like you can't put it together. So I, I yeah I just uh, I, I'm not a fan of the Andrew Garfield just because like it's very blah. Um, just someone want you to leave? Yeah, it was it was a step in the right direction, but it was not really. You know, it's, it's like the Snyder cut. Andrew Garfield is the Snyder cut of Spider Man to me. Um, wow. To uh to go back to what uh, Gerard was saying. Actually, Marvel yeah. does have the right to back. Tell little buddy. Jessica Jones, Iron Fist. <laughs> What's up, Ben? This is my clone. This is I can see that. this is one of my co-stars for for my uh, most recent video. Um, he he needs me to help him with a video game that I keep telling him I can't help you for a while. So is it Dark Souls? No, he wants me to play <laughs> Sims Four because he can't Sims figure four, out nice. something. All right. <laughs> All right. So I love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I, so anyway, um, um, yeah, but I would love to see the Netflix Netflix characters in, in movies. I think they're they're all 
good enough to be in the movie. Like, I, mm-hmm. not, except for Iron Fist. Except for Iron Fist. Yeah, no. That, yeah, that, they really that screwed that up. Hard yeah. reboot on that. But yeah. uh, everything else. Yeah, uh, Marvel did get the rights back to the characters from the Netflix shows. That happened in November. So anything's possible. And I really hope that they don't recast Jessica Jones, The Punisher, and um, Daredevil. Because I feel like the casting for those three were great. I thought Luke Cage was good. I like Luke Cage. Yeah, he was, he was all right. fine. Yeah. He was fine. Yeah, Luke he was, Cage he rushed through his guy. villains. That that was my problem with Luke Cage. He, he they they rushed through. I agree. I agree. That um, first villain was the Shade. best. Yeah, the first and, villain and was everybody. the best. They they oh, rushed yeah. through way too many villains. Like you gonna kill Marshall Ali? Like that's what you're gonna do? You're yeah, gonna, he was great. You gonna kill that guy? Like what is he wrong was wonderful with you? Wonderful that show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh no, that's that's terrible. Like that just I just like New Orleans rating. too. I love things. I love I love the stage that New Orleans sets. I, I enjoy that that town in terms of being a movie set or a TV show set. Yeah, um, but uh, no, Luke Luke Cage. Uh, I don't know. Like maybe uh, maybe if they give him another crack at it. Like with with these writers who are writing like um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, I can I can see here or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was just like. Yeah, he's just another black guy, like to to me. Like I I, I didn't get that. Well, wasn't that the the point of his character though? To be like the the voice for the streets type of thing? Wasn't yeah, that like yeah, wasn't yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but I mean, like it's just yeah, no, it's what like, it didn't grab me. Like and then the way that that the Falcon and Winter Soldier is grabbing me, Luke Cage did not grab me. Like the, the thing I like sure. most about the Luke Cage was was the the soundtrack. Like once once the good villain dies, I'm I'm kind of checked out. Like it, yeah. it's. Yeah. But I, I think that that just plays to the to to my original point is that if they had stuck with uh, Mahershala Ali's character through the entire first the whole thing, season, I agree, it would have been I a agree. completely different series. Like mm-hmm. that, he was a great that decision to to kill off his character ruined the rest of the the season for me. Yeah, and then when they came back for season two, I don't even remember what happened in season two, but I remember yeah, it, was the, the it was the Jamaican guy. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, like, you're right. Yeah, and and I was like, I'm not, I'm not interested anymore. You you you've killed way too many of your your main villains, and I, and it's no longer exciting. Like, I think what what Marvel did when they invested their time in Killmonger was that they realized that it's not always about the hero. It's about the villain that they're facing that makes their hero so much better. Yeah. Like the purple man no. in Jessica Jones was was creepy and sinister and, and whatever, but once they broke his neck, season two didn't really have anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, I I never I never an advocate for kill the villain. I one hundred like because if you know how comic books works, you can't kill the villain. Like they, they gotta go to jail and break out or you know something like yeah gotta like, head over like, to Arkham yeah, yeah it, it's not like now like we're gonna play like fifteen different resurrections like like someone's just gonna like raise all the good villains back from the dead oh uh, it, it, it's just like well that's the problem of being in movies and in, in real life right there we have act- actors that age and things like that right that's the that's the worst part yeah Kingpin yeah, he was scenario terrified me as the Kingpin yeah. dude. I was so one. frightened when he smashed that man's head with the car oh door. God, that was so I was brutal. Clutching my pearls. <laughs> clutching my pearls. I was like, oh that's my funny. god, that is that's the kingpin. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. He needs to be in Spider-Man 4. I really hope he shows up in the Marvel. I just want Tombstone with a giant head. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, going back to uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, I like the hints of Doctor Doom, and I like the hints of where Wolverine is from, that they're starting to sprinkle. Like, we got a little bit of X-Men in the cheeky casting they did with um, Quicksilver, but um, you can see now that, you know, they had started, lay they're starting to lay the groundwork for some of these other characters. I missed the Doctor Doom. How's that? Um, I think they went somewhere that's from, or they mentioned a place. They, they mentioned Latveria somewhere. Yeah, it, yeah that's the only place Doctor Doom is from, right? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's country. They, they oh. mentioned it in like episode four, though. It wasn't in this episode. Oh, okay. I, I missed it. Yeah. Um, did you guys watch the, the end credit scene? No, I missed that. Was it good? I did. I saw it. I did. But you I can spoil know. it. Tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's just um, U.S. agent crafting his own shield. Yeah. Uh, okay. And, uh, I, I was I was a little confused by why he took the metal because the metal did not look like it was going to be at the center of the shield though like yeah like, no the metal like, is like pinned up top or something but uh, yeah no it's uh because I think he's gonna have a big star in the middle like but he has yeah. his, his own personal metal on, on there um, but no it was it was just a, it was a fun little thing like you're not really missing anything story wise he's you know if, if he has a shield next episode then then you know. I would be not liking that character to being kind of invested in that character to the point where I, I want to see where he goes. Yeah, I think he's a good villain. Yeah. Well, when did he, when did he take the serum? When did I forget? Because I know I know the serum outside episode. of yeah, I was gonna say because yeah, because that's where like the serum makes you go. It can break you, right? Because it's not a perfect serum. That's what happened to Isaiah Bradley. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. This one is a perfect serum. Yeah. This oh, is yeah. What all the 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 terrorist guys took. It's the same serum that the, the, the terrorists. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, because the comic book, I know that the, the serum, the lighter ones were given were like, would break you mentally or something else like that. Would, yeah. Like, do stuff to you. Yeah. It, it's always a crapshoot on what's going to happen. <laughs> what's going to break? Yeah. yeah. So I was reading an article earlier today where they talked about the different serums that um, made the super soldiers. So there's the Captain America super soldier serum, which was perfected, but the doctor died. Yeah. Isaiah Bradley's was kind of a crap shoot where he was the only one who survived. Um, well, he was didn't it break him mentally, table. didn't it? Like, it? It broke him mentally, didn't it? He didn't, didn't it? No, no like no, it broke mentally. a lot of people in his squad, but okay. it didn't break him. He was the only one to survive, and that's why they locked okay. him up, because yeah. they wanted to figure out why he was, why it worked on him, but nobody else. Sure. Um, there was the Incredible Hulk's Super Soldier Serum. Um... There was somebody else's that was imperfect that, that caused some issues. And then there's the current super soldier serum, which made um, U.S. agent. Oh, and there was the serum that the Russians used to make Winter Soldier. Yes. Yes. And that one. So, like, you've got all these variants of the super soldier serum that make interesting characters as as you grow grow and go along that that all have different abilities so to speak so i'm i'm curious as to what the us agents serum is going to do differently than bucky's or anybody mm -hmm. else yep um, he's going to grow an arm out of his forehead in the next episode <laughs> call him the human rhino <laughs> 
Well, that could be an epi- uh, a way to get the bring the rhino actually into the series because um, <laughs> he just turns into the rhino. <laughs> oh my goodness! But but but, but you um, but you brought up an interesting point about uh, the shield at the end. I am a hundred percent curious how he believes that steel forged in a in a backyard. Yeah, yeah. is going to stand up to Vibranium. Captain America's shield. Well, I mean, but like, also, it's like if, if he's just using it to block some bullets for 14 seconds and then throw into somebody, like, that's fine. Yeah, I'm sure that it can handle that. But yeah, if it if it starts bouncing around like the Vibranium shield, I'll be a little disappointed in the right. Like, dent while it's coming back. Yeah, yeah. Like, if, if it gets fucked up, it's a weird hubcap. <laughs> but uh yeah no there's no way you know there's no way <laughs> to, that it's, it could do the same but thing you know they're going to make it stand up to the shield no there's no it's gotta break like it's gotta break that there's you can't have vibrate like vibranium is established as the you know the, the metal. strongest material they in the world yeah they haven't done adamantium yet because they didn't have the rights to that i don't think but uh yeah if it's not adamant like if he was making his out of adamantium and it was like, okay, I think we can make this work. There's this new stuff called adamantium. That would be kind of, you know, it's like, okay, we'll see how that stacks. But uh, no, I, there's no way. Yeah, it's like, probably he, a really it, fun action shot of the shields like meeting in midair and the captain one slicing through. Right. Yeah, I, think, I think that's going to That happen. would be amazing, but I know how this show is going to go. <laughs> I actually, I think that's I firmly believe that there's going to be a director that's going to make, well, they're absolutely even because he had the metallurgy skills like when he was over no. in Afghanistan uh, protecting people from mortar fire. <laughs> no, He's I a saw, dwarf I saw, working I with an old dead star. Yeah. There were sloppy fucking welds anyway. No, I'm not, I'm not buying that. <laughs> but I, I think saw that. My theory is his shield is going to break. Maybe at the end of the episode, maybe down the line in a post credit scene, somebody's going to come up to him and say, uh, you know, a bad guy. Obviously, no, say, I, I've discovered a new metal called adamantium. I want to help you build your shield. And then that'll be our post credit scene or whatever. Yeah, no, because like the shield, I, I don't think he's gonna expect it, and I don't, I don't, I, I, it would just be the, the shittiest of writing if it does, if it holds up like that. But I mean, if he's just using it as a hunk of metal to block things and then throw at somebody, I'm down. I can see that. He just has like twenty five stack shield in the back of his pickup truck, right? Like, because the other one, Junior. Yeah, you could make twenty five of those, and it would be fine. <laughs> You know, like, yeah, but he just throws it, it lodges into a tree and snaps in half. Like, yeah, like, that's what would happen. <laughs> yep. But all right. all right, everybody. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. You guys can check out Gerard and I on the BTB Video Crew Podcast every Wednesdays at 8 o'clock. You can check Justin and I out doing interviews on Mondays and Saturdays at 5 p.m., and you could check Max and I out. I'm hoping that we can get back to our podcast ellipse now. Podcast is very, very soon because I've got a lot of thoughts about nope. everything going on in the world. And um, you can catch us out every Sunday right here on the Three Geeks podcast. If you prefer audio, you can jump on any of the audio places everywhere. We're now on Pandora. Download the link and uh, tune in. Check us out. And we appreciate all the support we've had over the last month and a half. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And three geeks dot ninja. Yes, three geeks dot ninja. I'm I'm going to redesign the website to really put a focus on the podcast and less on the reviews. So be on the lookout for that. And yeah, from all of us at the Three Geeks Podcast, have a great day. Recycle your droids.
And we were just kidding, y'all. Dan's, Dan's not fired. He's coming back next week. <laughs> nah, he's fired. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, you guys can check out John Orlando at pbdcast.com, also on the scene snobs, this evening at 7pm, as well as the Fandom Effect on at 8 o'clock. Everybody have a great day. Take Orlando.